0: Now entering Nerdist.com
1: You made it weird. You made it weird. You made it weird. Oh yeah. You made it weird. You made it weird. Yes, you did. You made it weird. Oh yeah. You made it weird with Pete Holmes. Yes, you did. What is up, weirdos? This is a uh, this is a uh, first of all very 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 exciting. We are in the we're we're deep in the throes of making uh, this pilot. The Midnight Show with, uh, with me, with Pete Holmes. That's me. That's what it's called, The Midnight Show with Pete Holmes. And it's being produced by Conan O'Brien. And it's an, it's an incredible and absolute literal dream, uh, dream, dream come true. And I couldn't be more excited. And uh, Weirdos have been coming out in droves, dare I say droves, already to get tickets. But there's still some available and we really want to pack it out exclusively with uh, fans and, and people that are aware of the podcast and people are, that are aware of who I am as a person and as a guy and as a man. Uh, So here's what you do. If you want to come to the pilot taping of The Midnight Show with Pete Holmes, uh, being produced by uh, Conan, uh, go to teamcoco.com regular slash Pete Holmes, and there will be instructions to go to one of the tapings on August 21st that's a Tuesday, or Thursday, August 23rd, there's two tapings on that day. Uh, the instructions are all there. Come to the show. It's free. It's in Burbank, California, which is uh, you know part of Los Angeles. I think it's part of Los Angeles or outside of Los Angeles. Please come. I can't stress that enough. If you've been waiting to come to a live show, this is going to be fun. Uh, I'm thrilled with what we're coming up with. I couldn't be more excited. And the, the last final ingredient to really make this uh, hopefully a success is to get a great audience there. So please come out. Can't say that more heartfelt or sincerely. Uh, regular plugs for the show. You know these by now. YouMadeItWeird.com is where to get uh, t-shirts and stuff uh, and a donation if you're nasty, which is great. Because Katie was hit with 13 cream pies in the face uh, by two renegade clowns. Uh, one of them threw uh, 12 pies, and one of them through one. Uh, so she wants to get revenge on the 12 pie guy, and the one pie she can let go. But she needs some cash to uh, chase him through the uh, deserts of Arizona. Okay, I'm having a manic episode. Uh, t- here, here's some live dates if you want to come out and see some uh, live stand-up. Thank you to the Ohio Weirdos and the people from the surrounding townships that came out to hilarities. That was awesome. August 11th and 12th, I'll be in Outsign Lands in San Francisco. We're doing a live You Made It Weird on Sunday. That's going to be amazing. So Sunday, August 12th, in San Francisco, come to a live taping for uh, You Made It Weird. Of course, September 1 and 2, I'll be in LA for the FYF Fest. September 6th through 8th, I'll be in Arizona for Stand Up Scottsdale. September 13th, for One Night, I'll be in St. Louis for the Firebird. September 14th and 15th, I'll be in Chicago, Chicago uh, for Lincoln Lodge. Uh, That's going to be awesome, two nights, and then September 24th through 30th, I will be in Toronto, back in Canada for more Canadian Weirdos, for just for last 42, there's going to be a live, you made it weird, we just have to figure out the date first. October 11th through 13th, I'll be in Wisconsin, October 14th, Minneapolis, Uh, November 16th, Nashville, November 24th, Boston, December 5th through 8th, Portland, December 21st, New York City. Those dates are all on PeteHolmes.com just to save time. I just said the cities. I made that call on the fly. Email the show weird at Nerdist.com and this show is brought to you by Amazon. All you got to do to support the show, super easy. If you're going to buy something on Amazon, buy it through Nerdist. Go to Nerdist.com. Go to this episode, the episode description. There's a banner. Click on the banner. Shop like you normally would. Buy buy a skateboard for Katie And then a percentage goes to uh, Nerdist And then a percentage of that goes to us And then a percentage of that goes to Katie For her pie trauma So do that Uh, But most importantly teamcoco.com Slash Pete Holmes Get some tickets Want to see you in California August 21st, August 23rd Andy Haynes, great episode Andy, for those of you who have seen live stand-up You'll know Andy from opening for me He's one of my favorite comedians He's an incredible guy, incredible stories Enjoy the episode and remain crispy
0: Am I white? <laughs> what are you
1: doing, Bits? Yeah, it's definitely water, not uh like sweat. I wasn't just running.
0: If I went running or something, I would have called you, bro. I don't think you would go running. Why don't you? He, because you, you are very sleep um, precious, and we talked about this
1: sleep last time. precious.
0: <laughs> You're like an obese black woman at night.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, twice in as many uh, weeks. Precious has been the first topic on the old podcasties. I would have called you if I did some sort of ejercicio, is what I mean. What did I say last night? Those sleep pressures.
0: You said you were going to stay up late. I was going to. What did I I said that? Well, you said you had stuff to do, and that was like I did a, have something to do.
1: Oven. That wasn't even close. That's sh- fine. I shot that. I shot a basket. Is that gum? It was gum. Yeah, I don't, I don't fuck around. I don't fuck around. It's like the
0: least green thing I've ever seen.
1: <laughs> a whole gum, sheet paper of paper. On the
0: floor. <laughs> Fuck this! Pete <laughs> just fills up a car with his trash <laughs> and then pushes it into a lake.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it's like a SUV. This is how I dispose of things. Filled with premium. <laughs> <laughs> and there's babies in the back. <laughs> Terrible. I saw you last night. First of all, can I tell you that I was on the street? Have you ever considered a. Uh, I was just walking because I got to Seize Diet Pepsi's. Oh, thank you. You don't need to drink it. It looks like you have a coffee. In fact, I was like, Andy Haynes, who's you? Yeah, ah, It's That's so mean. good to see you, Manif. Thanks, man. Manif. Manif. we got it all right down Manif. Have we talked about
0: Manif on the show? You have. You talk about it, Jenny. Oh,
1: shit. Someone out-cated Katie. Although what's great about Katie is I think she just says no regardless. She's like, <laughs> ah, go ahead. She, she knows the deal. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, I'm walking from the Pepsi place. Yeah. <laughs> the Pepsi <laughs> shop. It's weird that they opened that whole shop dedicated to Pepsi. It's a, it's a fountain. Uh, Remember when you'd go to a so- Well, we don't. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have no recollection of that, and,
1: uh, and I'm including me in that. I don't either. I never went to a soda fountain. you are time traveler. But I wish I could, but my dad was like... Uh, my dad would be like, you go... Uh, You go to the fucking. (laughs) I'm just waiting to get into the exit. You go to the the soda fountain and you get an extra pump of vanilla syrup. You know what I mean? Like they would make the soda and then they would put in extra pumps. Like this is, you know, the man's definitely wearing a white paper hat. Yeah. You're definitely with a girl in a poodle skirt. Mm -hmm. What's weird about that time is people are definitely still doing some pretty fucked up stuff. You know what I mean? Not fucked up, but, you know, we're being the same way. We're drinking that vanilla Coke, and then afterwards, like, there's a questionable sexual advance. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just in a car that today would
0: be $500,000. Guys had to be so much cooler back then.
1: Oh, yes. And well-dressed. Yeah. Which is weird, because no one had any money, but they were all like, I gotta look great. You know what I mean? Well, they had, like, one coat. (laughs) (laughs) My coat! But it was impeccable. That's what my dad said about my grandfather. Was you know who grew up in the soda pump time, as it's known,
0: <laughs> the soda pump era. <laughs> <laughs> hey, remember when? Are we, we talking were... about pre-soda pump or post-soda pump at this point? This is right around, right in between the two eras.
1: Okay, we were pumping, but okay. it, it was a new thing. <laughs> and he was like, uh, "Your father, my father, didn't have any money, but he would always dress like he was going out." And I was just like, "The weird premium that people put." Like, did you see the Carson documentary? Yeah. Remember they talk about, like, you see Letterman, I believe, or Conan was talking about, you'd look at the audience and it's all men in suits. <laughs> you know what I mean? You go to, like, a Conan taping now, there's, like, topless men. <laughs> it's just, like, a different, and they're drinking the extra suits. Ser- <laughs> Why do
0: they have a spigot in the
1: audience? <laughs> oh, Manif. So I saw you. Oh, we did talk about Manif on the Manif is one of our bits. Andy Haynes is a lovely comedian and and we sometimes tour together. Yeah. That's the deal. That's the deal. You hear a pen drop? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm big into dropping my fork at meals too. Like if onto the plate? Yeah. I Do think, it in a way where somebody says something that's yeah, not yeah. controversial?
1: I, no, I wait for them to say something like, and then like, uh, you know, I don't know. And then we broke up. And then I'm like, <laughs> and, 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 then, and, then, and then I'll pick it up. And whatever they say next, then I start dropping it no matter what they say. <laughs> like, it just wasn't working out. Like, this is one of the techniques that I'd like to share in this podcast to have a better lunch. Just drop your fork more.
0: I think it's fun to do it right when they say something that isn't that <laughs> isn't that big of a deal yes you know as so i've been doing pilates for like two or three weeks <laughs> oh shit
1: <laughs> you know what i realized is Pontius pilate
0: that's spelled like pilate oh yeah it is Maybe he was real flexible when he washed his hands of the. He Lord. actually is the guy who designed the program. <laughs> it's it's weird because it's supposed to make you kind of look like Jesus on the cross. <laughs> if you're using one of the weird apparatus, I think it, it's it's for ballerinas.
1: Can I tell you the funniest thing in the world? Yeah, I'm write it down <laughs> please. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I want to go, go insane
1: with laughter. <laughs> no, uh, oh, did I forget what I was going to say? What did you just say?
0: The Pilates thing?
1: Ballerinas? Pla- oh, this is the funniest thing in the world to me. So we're yoga buddies. Yeah. Yoga Buds for life. And that is with a Z. B-U-D-Z. Buds. And it's me, you, and Zach Kregger. And you weren't there this Friday. No. But I texted, uh, it was last Friday, and I texted Zach and you, and I was like, 9.30 is the class. We're going to, and it's a basics class. We only take the beginner's class. Yeah. We only take the beginner's class. <laughs> and me and Zach went to this class. And it was normal. It seemed normal. Like, up top, it was exactly what you and I have done. And we're just like, okay, okay, okay. Then it started just getting, like, a little bit more intense. There were like, I'm going to say, you know how, like, at the end of our beginners class, there's, like, literally straight up a nap time? Yeah. Where you saw that planet explode? Yeah, yeah. What was that again?
0: I I just, like, shut my eyes in there, like, an entire... um, what, who would you say? like? Terrence Malick film played in my brain.
1: You got to talk about that. That's amazing because, like, one of the things that you you and I like about yoga is that there is that like shut off of the brain or whatever. Yeah. And then at the end, the best the best part is the laying down on mats. It's like kindergarten. What some of the teachers actually have you roll on your side and and they instruct you make a pillow with your hands like a like a cartoon. When
0: you do like happy baby. Yeah, and, and then ha- you, yeah. you're like a baby, and then you're in the fetal position. Yeah.
1: It's a reversion.
0: It's Savasana is that position. Is that what that's called? And if, if they started the class with that and then just did it for an hour, we probably wouldn't say anything. Never once. <laughs>
1: well, they have they have a class called Candlelight Something. Oh, really? That I think is mostly just like, let's melt. I, I love it. I love it, too. So you and I do it, and I think especially for comedians, yoga is great because it's so difficult that it's impossible to write bits while you're doing it. Yeah. That's one of the features for me. Yeah, I don't think about comedy at all. I don't either. I'd go, I hope my wrists don't snap. uh, Look at that guy next to me so much better like i'm having thoughts like that sometimes isn't that the
0: whole thing is it's like the positions are so hard that they're supposed to
1: that's exactly right yeah that's a meditation tool in fact it started as people were meditating and then they were like i can focus more if i'm leaning on one side Mm -hmm. and then we kind of easternized it and turned it into like power flow power flow but tell me about your little mini vision i I, this isn't the duncan Trussell podcast i'm just saying (laughs) i i I thought it was funny that you saw a planet blow up hey uh, hey man uh, <laughs> hey ah, I got some DMT man I've never done Duncan before it's good it's okay it's on you know what I phone? mean when you, the first time out with an impression give yourself a curve
0: give yourself some some room
1: a C is an A hey
0: yeah ah
1: it's also hard I think
0: because you got the cans on
1: it's got to, I think the cans help.
0: You think so? Yeah, oh, because you can hear yourself. Because you
1: can hear yourself. All but right. good use of the industry term, cans. I've been listening. I was actually thinking downstairs that you have a
0: great voice. Do I? Yeah. Listen up. <laughs> <laughs> Listen up Hollywood (laughs) Well that's why I heard you and Katie talking
1: While I was downstairs with the Diet Pepsis from the Pepsi shop I was like oh and he's got like one of those good voices One of those sweet voices It's weird because voiceover is one of those things that everyone thinks they can do Yeah, You know what I'm saying which, well
0: you'd assume you could
1: you'd assume you could because everybody has a voice yeah and everybody's voice is a type mm-hmm. you know what I mean and every, every type could fit somewhere presumably you know what I mean yeah but I don't know if that's that's not necessarily I can't
0: do much with it though this is the voice and I can do a couple goofy things and one or two impersonations you don't necessarily
1: have to do goofy things I, I think what it is is when you do voiceover you, you're in a booth and you have the cans on yeah and there's, like, and there's the egg crate things like we have here in the studio and, and it's so awkward and they're just kind of shuffling people into a voiceover audition and you have the copy the copy will be like whatever filet of fish tastes just like you caught it right you think that would be easy yeah filet of fish tastes just like you caught it your part is man two yeah man one says what you eating <laughs> no fisherman is the first part the first part is fisherman. Are you sure
0: you didn't sign a confidentiality about this?
1: <laughs> non disclosure. Sorry, fillet of fish. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, let's do it. I'm fisherman, and I say, "What
0: you eating? Fillet of fish." Tastes like, tastes just like you got it.
1: Tastes like you just, <laughs> tastes like you <laughs> fucked worse. it up. Tastes like you just caught it. Now you'd have it on paper. It's not a memorization. The problem isn't the memorization. The problem is you go in the booth. And this is what it feels like when you're in the booth and like you're kinda like a little nervous, especially in the beginning, and you get and you close the door to, at like airlocks. Yeah. Like you're on a, a spaceship and you're gonna be shot out. <laughs> so there's this like real
0: relaxing.
1: Like a real seal <laughs> yeah. sound. Not kissed from a rose. A real seal kind of sound. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Every time you close a door, is that sealed? Oh, let me try again.
1: Oh my god, I love agreement so much. That's, that was that made that so much funnier. But it was also just the funniest thing in the world. So you seal the door. You seal the door, and then it's just you and your thoughts and oh, and your breath. Yeah. All right. So and I know you've done this. You've gone on uh, voiceover, have you? No. Okay, then I'm telling you and I, But I've
0: been into one I know it I, You know what it I'm is I'm wrapping my head around but
1: that it I know you get it mm-hmm. Everybody gets it I, I think everybody
0: gets it I've been it. to recording studios Okay, there you go Yeah
1: But it, the experience From the subjective point of view Of the auditioner Is you're in there And and, uh, and, and then suddenly It's just like You're like <sighs> Like, you really hear it? You can like hear, like, the really way your
0: lips yeah. touch your cheeks and stuff? Suddenly, oh, Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You
1: feel your cheeks depart from your teeth. Yeah, exactly. And you know they're, like, rolling with, like, <laughs> huge equipment designed to get nuance. And you're like, <laughs> 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 Flairfish, sorry. tastes just like, it. No, no. Every, it's so hard to do. So, I mean, let's let's do one. Let's put one down. Hey, what you eating?
0: Filet of fish. Tastes just like you got it. (laughs) I think it's funny, though, that the first time I did it, uh, it wasn't bad at all. But no, it was like that kind of like you didn't really know if he believed in that slogan. Yeah. filet of fish uh, tastes just like you caught it. Yeah. Interesting read. But I'd wonder if they went on with that. They use that on that commercial. Yeah, what yeah, is the yeah, consumer's yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: reaction? It's just like you go, <laughs>
0: and then, and then you go and buy a filet of fish
1: and you're like, hey, I'm not sure I either. Yes, Kind of tastes. No one in the history of life. Has ever eaten a fillet of fish and gone tastes just like you got it. Mm. Although I do remember being a kid and getting a fillet of fish, thinking it was like the healthier choice or whatever. Yeah, the deep the deep fried like, fish matter. <laughs> 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 just like a piece from a crossword puzzle as fish, yeah, fried in the same oil of the of the fries.
0: Basically, I'd, I'd like I'd, it if they were like fillet of fish. Isn't just one fish. It's two million different <laughs> kinds of fish. Well, we talked about that, right? No, I don't think so. Oh, oh yeah, we might have that's about like gross like, Pollock back. or something. No, what? Pollock's like what a lot of um, cod and stuff is supposed to be. Or oh. is is actually, it's just, there's like these fish that swim in cold water, North Atlantic, that are just like <laughs> giant mounds of fish protein, and they just fish the hell out of them. Oh, and really? Then they can be any fish.
1: Oh, they're the any fish. They're like imitation crab. Pollock
0: is one of them. I think there's a couple other. They're just big. Like when you see like those things where they're like, we went the deepest we've ever been. And there's like a fish that looks like a submarine. Yeah. That is probably just going to turn into like one million fish sticks. No. Yeah. I think that's how it works.
1: (laughs) Why does this fish stick have that little thing antenna
0: that lights up in front of it? You grab it, a giant fish eats your arm.
1: I was going to say in a hamburger, if you go to McDonald's, you eat a hamburger, there's thousands of cows in it.
0: And isn't there also a lot of soy protein?
1: Yeah, I think that was a rumor started by McDonald's. I really do, because I one time with one of my friends who I, I think is great, but I think he was wrong about this. He he's a vegetarian. He's <laughs> one of these guys. He, he I'm always, I'm always uncovering how you know we're all contradictions. So I'm not pointing a finger at him. Yeah, but he's like I'm a vegetarian, and then I came over and he was eating a number two, which if, as you remember is uh, two cheeseburgers. Just regular. So he's not so a he, vegetarian. Yeah. So I mean, arguably, you could be like, "So you're not a vegetarian?" And I'm, I didn't say that accusatorily. I was like, "Aren't you a vegetarian?" And he's like, "It's mostly soy protein." I was like, "I'm pretty sure it's not."
0: I mean, that's fine that he does that, but he's not really a vegetarian. Yeah.
1: Nobody's judging or labeling. Hey, you're a vegetarian.
0: I kind of am. You, I eat fish. That's right. We ate those. What were those? I was thinking about oh, that list. Oh, what do we? Eat? Those little cod sandwiches, which were probably oh, they were no, they were halibut. Oh, Jackson, Jackson Pollock. Come? They were so good. No, those were probably real. Those I'd were say. probably real. Because yeah. that place was nice. It was Primo um it was so good i was thinking about that last night about how i and and gaffigan was here last night did you hear his set
1: i saw i no. i saw him
0: and he was talking about like shellfish and i was thinking about how gross that is but i was also thinking about how like it's weird how i'll cry at the thought of like a pig dying or like like really it's weird it's not like i judge people for eating meat but i will get upset at the idea of an animal getting hurt that's what stopped me from eating meat as I was making a hamburger one day and I like reached into the pile of meat mass yeah. and I <laughs> well <whole> meat mass <laughs> it was just this all this meat and then I looked at it and I was like could I just like if a cow got hit by a semi and he was just like shredded <laughs> And this was what was left there, and it was clean. Could I do the same thing and be like, hamburgers? Um, and <laughs> just
1: start patting it. That, yeah. Well, everybody knows that play – like if you're making a hamburger from just like the ground chuck that you yeah. get at the supermarket, it's a weird experience, top to tails. Yeah. Nobody – I think it's indefensible. Well, to that's say, what turned me. Yeah, I, I get yeah. it. I get it. Like, But that the smacking and the – it's weird, and then you have it on your hands. Yeah, like it looks like you just you and know. that
0: can kill you. Whatever's on your yeah, hands. you're like everybody. You you're them. walking
1: around like surgeons with your hands in front of you, just like scalpel. It's, it is disgusting. Yeah, but I wonder if okay, how hungry am I?
0: And a cow gets hit by a semi. I mean, maybe that's I'm... like a no-brainer, though. Like, if somebody's going to die because they're like, I'm a vegetarian, and they're like up in the mountains. Right,
1: right, Oh, I didn't mean to make oh, that okay. point.
0: I, I just think... <laughs> well, the, you got to be pretty hungry if you're... <laughs> I just think, did <laughs> I miss breakfast? <laughs> yeah, you're not... I, I hope you're not doing it still. <laughs> Missing uh, breakfast? Well, I am kind of hungry, and that cow's <laughs> freshly dead. <laughs> so, oh, luckily I brought this barbecue with
1: Sometimes me. Sometimes <laughs> you see those signs in, like, Chinatown and stuff that say, like, fresh killed. You know what I mean? That's, like, yeah. one of the features... This thing's alive when you are Still sad. (laughs) (laughs) But then like fish, I've heard about restaurants in like uh, Dubai and stuff where you order it and then they sail out and catch it and then they come back.
0: I've had that kind of experience in um, Latin American places. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Where they, they didn't like leave to get the fish, but in the morning they're like, this is what we're going to do. And I was like, I'll take some red snapper. Oh, wow. And then that night, somebody cooked red snapper.
1: Get out of town. Um, I feel like that sort of
0: simple good life is right there for us. It's weird. Oh, it's yet, there. Yet we're eating it's, Pollock. It's pennies. Um, <laughs> it was pennies. It's Penny Marshall's uh, <laughs> reality. <laughs> I don't know Penny Marshall. Isn't she uh, half of Laverne and Shirley? We look to Katie, who's younger than both of us. Katie. Can you look on the Google? Oh, you
1: wanted to. <laughs> You're just bossing around Kate? No. Hey, Katie? Can I know you Katie. you Laverne though. and Shirley. You do?
0: Yeah. Me and Katie hang out. That's weird. Sorry. Yeah. I
1: don't like that. Okay.
0: I'll, <laughs> <laughs> I'll go. It's Laverne and Shirley? Uh, okay. Good. All right. You'd, you'd recognize her. She's a Don't, t- girl. don't tell me who I'd recognize. I'm just kidding. It <laughs> gets kidding. really standoffish. Sometimes
1: <laughs> with my GPS, it goes, turn left. I love to go. You
0: can't tell me what you do. <laughs>
1: That's and great. The, and then I do turn them <laughs> because it can tell me what to do.
0: I am lost. Oh, man. I would love it if you just ignored it for so long. If they built something into it that was like, are you? Is this a joke? You know what I mean? <laughs> you just miss Why so much. Why do you much. even bother? Why are you doing
1: this? It's like you don't appreciate my ability. What I love GPS. You have? Oh, the, just the best one. It's real nice. Do you? I mean, like, because I don't fuck around. Do you have around. a Tom-Tom? Like, I was thinking about recently if they were like, no, Tom-Tom, get out of here, here. But there's some that you that <laughs> you can get all the celebrity voices get for. Get out of here,
0: And that's what I would do.
1: Yeah, well, if you want to fuck around with your navigation and have Samuel L. Jackson be like, you missed it, bitch! <laughs> I don't need that shit. You Go want, the wrong way. again. You really want a it.
0: former BBC robot. I want...
1: An easy to use interface, and I want Garmin to send me cash for this. Talk about voiceover. Yeah, established voiceover person. Me is saying Garmin is the way to go because uh, that's what
0: we have a Nuvi. Yeah, Nuvi. Yeah,
1: any of the Nuvis is good. Nuvi, Nuvi three fifty. Free ad here. Yeah, basically. But I was thinking about it recently. Apart from my cell phone, the GPS is maybe number one. It's like
0: so close to number one to my cell phone. In importance.
1: As, like, if you were like, what, what technology can you not do without? I'd be like, GPS.
0: See, that's a weird thing. I don't... Um, well, you're
1: good with directions. Yeah, I don't need GPS at you all. You drove me to the airport once. No... I mean, we were going to the airport, but you drove us to the airport. No uh, yeah, need for maps and stuff.
0: I can... I, this is, I will talk about this further, but my one natural talent is like, you can drop me off in any city and within an hour I can tell you anywhere to, you know, I mean, I'm Really? I, yeah, that's like, Oh wait, no, I've enjoyed that I don't like getting to cities at night because if I get there at night I don't know how to get around right. As easily Right, well
1: we've been in towns and I'm like, where are we? And you go, your hotel is one kilometer this way, <laughs> which is weird because you use the uh, British kilometer, yep. but uh, you do know, you know
0: your shit, which is, which is great 1.6 miles, uh, no, 1.6 <laughs> kilometers per mile uh, but I, yeah, that's like my natural like directions. I'm like 200 years late for how like this would have been the greatest. I wish I in was times. Oh
1: my god, you're right. Yeah, that actually goes to my theory about I've had people hate. Katie kind of hates GPS's, right? Hate, em. hate em. them. You know why? Why? I'll tell you why, <laughs> and I won't look at Katie while I do it. Because it devalues a real skill. It's like if there was a box. That could do comedy. I'd be like, oh, fuck that yeah, box. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, having uh, direction skills is a real skill. And it's not really necessary if you have a GPS. I had a girlfriend that hated it and hated that I use it. It was just so offensive to her. And I was like,
0: yeah, because it's replacing you. Fucking beat it. That really uh, defies the trope or, like, the thing about guys asking for directions, you know? Yeah. And oh, I, she, and, But she's, like, mad at you. She's like, get angry and then ask for directions. Right, right,
1: right. I, used to, I never used to get that. I remember, like, my dad wouldn't ask for directions. And mm. my whole life I've been like, ask for directions. Yeah. <laughs> I was okay. actually on the show business front. And this actually goes to kind of how we got closer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> was you, hear, the idea you hear a teardrop
1: That I was having uh, I was having dinner With somebody d- uh, Delightful last night A comedian And he had a very hard time Asking for a specific Type of help Right Yeah Like he needed help Let's say getting on a show uh-huh. And I was like And then he immediately Apologized for asking And I was like You ask It's like a life philosophy Yeah Ask for directions. Yeah. I one time pulled over and Ma- sometimes you look stupid. I was in Massachusetts, pulled into a gas station and said, where's Mass Ave? And they're like, you're on Mass Ave. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that'll happen occasionally. Yeah. But for the most part, you got to ask. It's like such a huge principle of my life is asking. I ask, I ask, I need help, I need help, I need help. GPS is like a, a trophy. Look how open I am to my own inability
0: and my own failure. I think it's, it's so funny because I think that goes back into like the men in suits time that we were talking about earlier where it's like guys were afraid to not seem bulletproof like asking for anything like failure or
1: even having your wife work is something I was thinking about it's like well you're not gonna work at the beauty salon no more that's for sure (laughs) can't have no wife of mine hocking in $4 a week For an extra pump. Taking
0: the train. You want to ride the train? Not anymore, sweetheart. And then they say some ethnic word.
1: I can't have Tommy... (laughs) Tommy Binigan. Tommy Johnigan? He just did the show, so my fake name is Tommy Binigan. (laughs) Can't have Tommy Binigan's wife riding the subway with the Orientals.
0: I did what you said. With the moulats. I did
1: what
0: you said. With a moulats. Is that a real one? No, but it sounds like a real one. We know the real one. With the... With the gogengas.
1: I, <laughs> I did. I hope I didn't offend anybody with my character saying Oriental, but uh, it's pretty fun. I think that's. F- oh, but this goes. Yeah, no, go ahead. You endorse that. This goes to. So you're racist. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I just turn on very you very much. I throw you under the Chinese railroad. Um, oh, so you, uh, you. Emailed me, and I don't. I want to be clear. I knew you and was aware of you, but not very well. Not very well. Yeah. But I had seen you perform. But really, what it was was, <clears throat> and I'm not Rockefeller throwing out gold coins or anything. I don't have that much to offer. But you emailed me, and you were like, uh, I'd love to. I'm trying to get out more,
0: mm-hmm.
1: trying to go on the road more. Uh, and this was a while ago since then i've had to tell people that no i have my guys i have you sean o'connor and and chris thayer so that's my nice little rotation and then like but you emailed me not knowing me that well and asked the principle of asking the gps of life yeah you plugged in the gps and 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 put in favorites opening for someone else and it took you there
0: well i think you know that's like one of those things where it's like it's not too, it's not gonna, you know, I, I think it gonna like rap it. Yeah, you're gonna be like, how dare the fuck you? fuck is this guy? I mean, some people might do that, but that's their issue, not mine. I, Doug, one, Doug Benson one time got upset because
1: I emailed him telling him who he should book on his show. Like, I had an idea for him. Yeah. And he just kind of comically, he wasn't mad, but he mm-hmm. wrote back like, I think you should have a nun on your show that shoots sparks out of her ass. Like, he kind of like, Wrote back the implication being like, don't tell me who to have on my show. Not even aggressively, but just kind of like, what is this? Yeah, You don't need to tell me who to book. I have plenty of people to book. So there's that. But when it comes to just like, hey, man, I'm trying to get out. This this is the beginning. This is the thing. This is what I did with Gaffigan. Speaking of Gaffigan. Mm -hmm. It's what I did with Bill Burr. It's what I did trying to get out there more. But like when people don't ask, the human brain has this really strange capacity to fantasize incorrectly. Always. Assuming wrong you're you know like what showing I
0: mean? like <clears throat> if you wouldn't have answered me i would be like he's showing it to all his friends like right, they sit sure. around at parties and they laugh
1: at it right i just referenced you on the show because i didn't want to bring my yoga bag and you're like what is your fantasy that people are going to tease your bag <laughs> <laughs> In a <laughs> yoga class, I just said that to on the Gerard episode. He was like, "I think people are going to make fun of your bag." I so I, I name checked you on that episode. Be a Life bully, but it's kind of like we do this all the time. It's one of the huge things in not just the creative person's way, but any person's way. Yeah. I, it, how your brain defaults to fantasy. I'm fortunate in that my fantasies tend to be towards success. Yeah. I'm like this is going to work. Uh-huh. Like I, I think I told you one time, I can't think of a movie idea without thinking of the sequel because it's so successful or whatever you know what i mean whereas i i know other people and it's not i really believe it's a chemical thing they're just not getting a similar brain reaction yeah they think of something and this go. this applies to who i was having dinner with last night they're like if i ask i'm an asshole and then he's gonna think i'm a dick and then the fantasy just keeps going that i'm never gonna work again or worse i would say they never ask you know what i mean and then fantasize about like how people perceive them and they're wrong.
0: I, I think that that is, that stuff is like, it's, I think that there's a science behind that kind of thing. I believe that there is thinking. Too. Yeah. Because I was talking to a mutual friend of ours last night and I have, since we, Mike Racine? No, uh, another one. And uh, we, we were just talking about like, he he was just kind of upset, you know, like I could, there was a twinge of upsetness in his voice. Yeah. And we were talking about successful friends and not successful friends and, just like hard uh deals we've gotten you know things yeah, like that bum and it, deals bum deals things like that and it's like a lot of it comes down to is like um you know you get that good thing and that like accelerates you know like it changes everything your whole b- brain chemistry changes right. your whole mojo changes your oh, whole momentum changes yeah and like when i started doing the meditation stuff and all that it was like it was just it was all up from right. there. It changed everything. Well,
1: let's talk about some of those changes. I, I think you're absolutely right. You were telling you started doing meditation shortly after
0: I did. Yeah. And, but you do a different flavor. I do a very undisciplined flavor, but I'm working on getting more disciplined. Are you just
1: freestyling? I thought you went to that place.
0: I don't go to it. I use their literature to Yeah, you're drugs. supposed to send me that YouTube clip, you son of a bitch. Oh, no, I sent you the page. You did? Yeah, yeah. I it's must, a page. I must have marked you as spam at some point. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever watch Kings on Straw Mats?
1: No, I can't find Kings on Straw Mats. But
0: I sent you the link, right? What? Yeah, I sent you the link. Oh,
1: yeah, to the VHS of the out of print, yeah.
0: not available. I bet it's at UCLA Library or something like that. Yeah. We'll find it. We'll track I'd love, it down. If
1: anybody has Kings on Straw Mats online uploaded somewhere, oh. please send to me. Weird. I know artist. where it is. I'm going to Seattle this weekend. I'm going to get it. Really? Mm-hmm. I'd love to see Kings on Straw. Tell me about Kings on Straw Mats because that was one of the most interesting things. And then wait, l- let's not forget what you were just about to say. It was like the idea. Oh, the the kind of psychology behind it's nothing till it's something. I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. It. And then you get something, and then I think your brain chemistry changes and possibly makes you more
0: open to yeah. new opportunities. I think and then it's I, like yes or whatever. What? Yes, I never saw it, but that Jim Carrey movie. Oh yeah, where it's like you, you, you think of you something did see it, and, it and the, you think of liar it liar as you. <laughs> <laughs> no, another? I know. There's another, It's very similar. <laughs> liar liar. It's a guy I'm who telling lies right yeah, now, yeah. but I'm calling it yes. You know, it's just like yes, <laughs> and you're like, no, I think you mean liar liar.
1: <laughs> no, they're just very similar. It's a guy who can't say uh a lie in one and the others you can't say no and they kinda take similar trajectories. And nobody
0: was like, didn't we do this?
1: Yeah. No, um, they're they're looking for a third way to do it. That is what they're doing. <laughs> they really are. What if he can only lie in
0: Portuguese? You know what I mean? Like it's just wait. Abrigado. Abrigado, <laughs> abrigado <laughs> I, I think that means thank you. Oh. Um Thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. He doesn't mean thank you. (laughs) He's mad. (laughs) Because
1: he's a mentiroso. Wait, what's that mean? That means liar.
0: Mentirosa. Mentirosa? Maybe it would be... Mentiroso. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think I could be feminine. But
1: we're recasting it. Tilda Swindon. Weird (laughs) choice. Weird choice. All (laughs) Spanish. (laughs) She can only lie. And the tagline is, she can only lie in Portuguese. (laughs) She can only lie in Portuguese. (laughs) (laughs) And And she's adjusting her tie, and it says... Uh, How do you say trust me? Soy alambre. (laughs) 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 Okay, we have so many things in here. So what about you? think it's like,
0: yes. Uh, No, I got Kings and mats here. Okay. Um, No, I just think like you were saying like you think of a movie and you're like, I think of the sequel. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Because you're open. You've opened and you're like.
1: You're trying to have an open heart sort of thing.
0: Towards your own idea. Yeah, can you imagine an improv troupe? Like, where they're doing a show and they all hate each other and they don't have any confidence. Right. Would they hype? Would they yes, and? I've seen that. Well, of course you have. (laughs) Every first, whatever, class team is like that. And there's like the one crazy dad. <laughs> Every scene, he keeps trying to push it back to his issues. Yeah, he's just like
1: Barbara. I'm taking an improv <laughs> class,
0: <laughs> and that's in the, the last I want to hear about it. In the graduation show, Barbara's <sighs> crying in
1: the front row. <laughs> she gets in the scene. It's the best theater we've ever seen. We thought that was scripted. <laughs>
0: Secretly, she's been taking an improv class so they can be closer in bed. Um. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: That's the plot of that Richard Gere dance
0: movie. Keep going. <laughs> okay.
1: So, so okay. What? Not Kings on Mats, but the idea. Oh, so, you, you know, you're meditating and you're doing your lazy meds. And then you told me not. – I'm not judging or labeling them. And then you told me that, that one of the YouTube videos you watched – But I stopped doing the lazy meds. Do you mean pot?
0: No, no, no. Lazy meditations. Oh, yeah, yeah. Although um, I
1: was taking this to you also – partially because of the show Stop Smoking Power?
0: I think there was something you said in it that kind of rang true. Something I said in it? But I already believed it but it was hearing it that was kind of...
1: Yep, this is a judgment-free zone for the friends Mm -hmm. and the listeners so if you are an enjoyer of the marijuana cards please don't feel judged but what happened?
0: Well, I just – I heard you say something about – I think you said something about a friend of yours or maybe just somebody – you just said that when people smoke pot and they aren't successful, I don't ever think it's anything but the pot.
1: That's kind of a shortcoming on my part. But I don't think
0: you're wrong to think that because I don't really know a lot of people. There's like people who are potheads. Right. And they do really well with it. Like, we right. have a lot of friends who right. are great comics. just
1: came up. Doug Benson, like, flourished
0: under When, the, he, under when the, he started doing pod. I yeah, and more. That,
1: that's what tipped him into success.
0: Yeah, and I think there's other people like... Um, Roy Scovel and Rory Reggie. Rory is another one.
1: Re, fucking yes. That is a and great just,
0: counter argument to this.
1: And, and there's a great artistic tradition of smoking pot and being more open and creative.
0: And I'm not like, I don't, I'm not like in treatment or like against it. I haven't turned on it. Right. And I'm, you know, I'm whatever saying i don't do it anymore but what i what i think is is like i was just like a daily i smoked weed for like 10 months well you were for 10 years really but for 10 months the most recent time yeah and you can't be like i'm unsuccessful i'm not realizing what i want to do i'm not actualizing what i want to do right. but it has nothing to do with this drug i do every day
1: yeah, it's tricky. Can I put this to you and yeah. see what you think? One of the things with me and Pot, and having been in the presence of super high people, mm-hmm. and also having gotten high myself, we smoked Pot, you and I, recently. Denver. <laughs> Denver. That was
0: a lot of fun. <laughs> that was can you, a lot of can fun. you please do Hobbit Williams? <laughs>
1: <laughs> i forgot about hobbit williams. williams
0: we did every impersonation that we could do <laughs> that, i love it doing so impersonation and our, our audience was not
1: entertained oh no there were doors slammed from roommates if i remember correctly which i do <laughs> oh yes oh, a wizard oh, he's never on time but he's always here <laughs> <laughs> Look, when you're high hobbit williams Dude, first of all just funniest. stumbling onto the uh, name
0: hobbit it was, like, it was like a trip up right
1: yeah, I oh. said Hobbit Williams, and I was like, who's that? Like Robin Williams, but he's a hobbit? Oh, yes, gotta go to Mordor. If only there was an easier way. Take down this wall, you'd have some more tourism. Yes. Oh. It's so uh, funny. Hobbit <laughs> Williams. And if it didn't work, your little riff, just go, Hobbit Williams. Mm. Samwise Genji. More like Samwise Dumbass. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Samwise Potato Chips. <laughs> hobbit Williams. Yes. Oh. Why is, it Why is the ring so bad? Brand? <laughs> Why is the ring so evil? Is it a marriage ring? <laughs> he calls it a marriage ring. it a marriage ring. Oh, yes, I'm a hobbit. We call them marriage rings. <laughs> Don't forget, he's a hobbit. Don't you forget? So we smoke pot. Here's the, here's what I wanted to put to you, hobbit. We watched uh, Katie. I know Katie left. Uh, Katie, I can't stand. It. I'm just kidding. Um, the uh, okay. So uh, we were smoking pot. The thing with pot is that you uh, sometimes when you're super high. Or other people are super high. They start getting the feeling. You can uh, delude yourself a little bit that like you're doing it. Yeah. Whatever it is, you're doing it. Like yeah. let's say you and I wanted to open a coffee shop mm-hmm. and we get really high. Mm-hmm. And then like in the middle of that highness, you're just like, and then, oh, man, we have like free coffee. This is a stupid yeah. stoner voice and I'm so sorry. But just like the it's idea. Real. It's real. It's literally. I talk that way when no, I'm No, but high. it's
0: literally 50% of people smoking weed at this moment are doing what you're talking about. This hypothesizing? I've smoked so much pot and I've been around so many potheads that don't feel like you're threatening something.
1: Okay, well, they're... Okay, I just don't... Okay, People
0: shouldn't you. be precious with their drug use. Right, right. Hey, I have a right to sound like Let this.
1: me. I have people very, very close to me whom I love very, very much who when they're high, they start talking to me about their strategy of how they're going to like make yeah. it, how their number is going to come in. And you're like oh, this is one of the appeals of the drug is it enables a type of self delusion you where you're like you're doing it. I one time ran into a stoned friend of mine in Chicago. Uh-huh. Okay. And he was a comedian and he was great. And like, he kind of fell away. Like he def- he do- doesn't do it anymore. Yeah. Never realized his potential. And I'm not saying it was the pot, but I'm saying I, I, I'm the kind of person that would be like, maybe it was the pot. Cause I'd run into him baked in the middle of the day with his two other stoner friends. It was like 11am on a Tuesday. And I'm like, Hey man, what are you up to? And he's like, Oh, we're just looking for, like, a space to rent. We just want to rent a space. And I'm like, like, a commercial space? He's like, yeah, yeah, that's it. Commercial space. Like, a commercial space. We just want to rent a space, man. I'm like, what, are you, are you going to sell stuff? Is it going to be, like, a business? He's like, no, man, just, like, a place to, like, create. Like, we can all c- get together and just create. And, like, you could come and do stand-up there. And I'm just like, what the fuck are you <laughs> talking about? You're, like, one of the best comedians I know, but, like, you took too much of this drug and suddenly you want to buy a space? Who is going to lend you, like, a loan to get a space or a lease?
0: Well, I think that that's one of the problems with it is that you feel great when you smoke pot. Yes. And you don't deserve to feel great. Well, without the work. That's why Jim
1: Brewer told me he stopped smoking pots. Is, is that a name drop? I don't know.
0: I don't I don't he, mind it. He's
1: been on Premium Blend. Remember his poster? <laughs> like we were at the Denver Comedy Works. What was it? Half Baked and Premium Blend. <laughs> Jim, Brewer, Jim Premium Blend by the way is like a starter credit. It's like people's like it's first like the credit.
0: It's like Live at Gotham before Live at Gotham.
1: Exactly. He did it like probably 20 years ago and his credits were half baked Premium Blends. There yeah, was an they ass, misspelled it. Premium blends, Jim Brewer, but he told me that he had to stop smoking pot because he would walk around town like he'd have a show at night and he'd spend all day getting big and walking around just going like, oh, like blowing his own mind with how great he was. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I get it, I get it, I get I, it.
0: I did it too. I mean, I would write these jokes and I'd be like, this is. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna riff on this and I'm gonna do this and it's. I'm gonna go completely like do things that I've never done. Yeah, I'm do act outs and yeah things like that. I. And it was never, it was never really, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's a false kind of. Maybe
1: there's an amount that's enabling, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, you, I, I don't mean to keep defending it. I'm just saying like, there's, like we said, Reggie, I'm sure gets but that's baked what I'm and saying. does amazing shit. I don't think Reggie shit.
0: would not be Reggie without pot.
1: You don't think Reggie would not be Reggie without pot?
0: Yeah, I think Reggie's Reggie. And, and then, just, Re-
1: and Pot is, is something that it's he It's something that
0: it, it helps, but I think it's not what defines him. And I think the I agree. same thing. Like, if all I, the
1: Pot disappeared, we'd still have Reggie walks.
0: And same with Rory. Rory goes up there and he can do 45 minutes of no material. Right. Just mess around. He can be stoned out of his mind, but I've also seen him do it stone cold Silver,
1: Sure. Stoned, cold, sober. I one time saw this guy who's a, who's like a notorious, uh, not notorious, he, I, he, he loves the weed. Yeah. And he went up and he, he like kind of tried to do a Reggie type thing. And as I'm watching it, just fail. Yeah. It wasn't like looping. It was like beats and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was such a huge... Mm, you do? I think so. I think I'm being too obvious. It's okay. I'm not trying to be mean. No, no. What I was observing was I bet when he was high today on the couch, this was it yeah. didn't seem it was incredible. Yeah. So incredible that he was like, I'm gonna go on stage and do this tonight. Yeah. But it was like picking up a wet stone from the ocean and by the time you walk it to your car it's dried and it's and gross. And, 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 and you're just like, you can't recreate it. And hey, big problem, the entire crowd isn't stone (laughs) yeah you know what i mean so we're just watching this guy i remember like i can't be too specific but he was like this is a song about tables and then it was just like what the fuck nothing nothing happened we were all like here comes a song about tables nothing occurred
0: four legs yeah yeah yeah,
1: exactly four uh, that would have been better the sometimes (laughs) three is too much uh thought And I just remember sitting there being like, this is an anti-drug commercial for me.
0: I think most potheads are they don't they always show like a guy like melting and catching on fire and then his mom dies because he forgot to like unlock her yeah or yeah, something. yeah yeah <laughs> when it's realistically just show a guy from like uh you know a good northeastern college who's like 28 now and he runs like a taco st- no that'd be like a, he works at the taco he doesn't even own the taco stand right right, that right tours the festival that's that's you know?
1: that's the thing that might might uh, unless that's the zen okay the movie the Day of Steve right yeah. Yeah. Have you seen The Day of Steve? Mm-hmm. Okay. So that movie makes the argument that the peace-loving stoner who does work at a taco stand— Yeah. And I, I'm only trying to make the counter argument here even though you know in my yeah, yeah. in my cruelty I completely agree with you. I have this gross American dad like Republican in me that's like, yeah, stay off the reefer. So know that I'm there with you. Yeah, But I'm trying to say he makes the argument in the film— That he's like, and it's a good movie. Uh, It's not that great, but it sticks with you. You know what I mean? It's it's totally watchable. It's watchable. It's like *Idiocracy*. Which yeah. I don't think is a good movie, but afterwards you're like, that was a
0: great movie. You know he's what I mean? Just, it's like a good time. It's a good time and, and it, there's good thoughts He's such it. a good actor too. What's his name? Yeah, whoever that he guy is. He was in um, Terriers that just last year. And Blade. He yeah. can't stop working that guy.
1: Once you, once you see that guy, you see him everywhere. Yeah, yeah. It's like the one guy that goes to every But concert. he was like
0: hiding in the woodwork. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, you're yeah. Like,
1: he's been here the whole time. He's incredibly talented. I was once having a conversation about him and he walked by and it was in New York. It was so weird. Creepy. What if he walked by right now <laughs>
0: at the, uh, at at the, the level. level like there was a sidewalk right there?
1: <laughs> so he makes – his character makes the argument that Tibetan monks who are meditating and not really contributing necessarily mm-hmm. to society, they're not. Yeah. They're just seeking inside. They're, just, they're trying to not create any waves. They don't want to put anything negative out there. They just want to be like peace. Yeah, just peace people. So he's like, I get up and rip a bong hit. And then I work at a job that is definitely below my quote unquote, potential, my Western potential. Yeah, but like, I'm working with kids, and they like me, and I'm barely scraping by. And I'm a fat piece of shit. But like, he he would say, but like, I have sex, because I'm confident and fun. And I love weed. And I smoke weed all the time. And I don't need to participate in the uh, in the Western success structure, I
0: guess, is the counter-argument. But I think that's all up to – I. the only way that works is if you believe it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I and think I people, don't believe that you believe that. I don't. I want nice things. Yeah. I want lots of TVs and I want new clothes all the time. And a vaporizer. I, I, <laughs> I'm like, I got to quit smoking weed so I can get enough money together to buy a vaporizer. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it's funny because as, as we talked about last night, my vice – so just so we know that every, everybody has a fucking vice. My vice is definitely alcohol, mm-hmm. and we were talking about it. And I was who, – who just – Tommy Johnigan just did the show, and I was telling him that I'm trying to do this, like, 30-day sort of thing. 30 yeah. days arbitrary. It, it's not really – it's kind of like I'm just seeing what happens. And one of the things is I don't want to drink unless it's an aid of something. Like, if I'm out with friends or if you're, like, on a date, I don't want to be the guy that's, like, I'm not having – because, like, my sober friends, Mulaney comes mm-hmm. to mind. When he was single and he was sober, he was like, it's just uh, like 5,000 times harder on a date. And he, I'm not just oh, talking about yeah, yeah, yeah. closing. Yeah. You got to get in there fucking close. I'm just talking about having <laughs> <laughs> having a date, right, and being natural yeah. and being comfortable and maybe kissing mouths. It's hard. It's very hard. So I'm, I'm not taking that away from me. And I'm not taking – like I'm meeting a, a friend from high school tonight uh, and we're going to have drinks, like a couple drinks. Mm-hmm. That, that's fine. That's on yeah. the table. Completely cool. Uh, but then the idea being that I don't – what was I saying? Katie turned me up and <laughs> threw me off, which is fine. I'm just like, am I not talking too close? What was I saying? Ooh, you were talking, was I price? think you were talking about Here, yes. not drinking. I got it. Here it is. I'm concerned with anything, including my own vice, that makes me feel amazing yeah. when I haven't done anything amazing. Yeah. The other night I watched uh, Sherlock, which, by the way, is amazing. The mm. first episode's great. The second episode blows. Anyway, and I drank yeah. a bunch of wine while I was watching it, and uh, I think you came over to my house. You were at my house, and I showed you the bottle and yeah, it was on yeah. the couch, and no I got glass. Yeah, just <laughs> drinking wine from the bottle. And here's the thing.
0: Like a gypsy beggar. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, please don't feel judged because he, he yes, puts on
0: a Stevie Van Zandt outfit, to do it.
1: <laughs> there was a bottle of wine, uh, like a tin, like a resealable sealable
0: of cashews, <laughs> uh,
1: of raw da-da-da. cashews, which you also enjoyed. So, there's all these like weird, <laughs> all the foods, and then a bottle of uh, hitching post wine. Mm. Uh, what's the line I always say? Jack, that's my Paul Giamatti. Uh, Jack! Uh, And then I drank that bottle and I watched Sherlock and it was one of the greatest nights ever. That's like my brain chemistry lights up with that.
0: Mm -hmm. As
1: our therapist, we have the same therapist would say, that's my kryptonite. I'm not doing something that that is that great. And I've had people write into the show being it's not that bad. But anyway, I've always been a little concerned since I was a kid, like high school being like, the reason I don't want to do drugs as a kid is that I'm afraid it'll make me feel like I've accomplished something when I haven't.
0: See, I didn't realize that until, you know, recently. Mm-hmm. So I wish I would have when I was twelve and I started smoking weed. You I,
1: started smoking weed when you were twelve?
0: Yeah, my parents. Uh, my parents let me do. I was a, I was like a troublemaker, but they were also kind of complacent. So the the mixture of the two can let me get away with a lot. And when I was like twelve years old, I was like, I'm going to go to this Grateful Dead concert with my friend's burnout dad and my mom was like okay i guess and then i came back oh i told my mom at dinner one night because i was really into being open i said i'm gonna smoke weed and she was like well i don't think you should but if that's your decision just know that 12 that's 12 years old i'm gonna
1: smoke weed (laughs) yeah
0: and then i I don't have pubes i didn't i didn't (laughs) have pubes and uh but then I brought a bong home. Imagine being high the day it gets real itchy down there. Remember <laughs> when they come in and it gets real itchy? It's your ball sack first. It's yeah, your, your balls first. Yeah. Keep going. Um, <laughs> but anyways, I brought it home and my mom like, was like, brought the yeah. weed home. I brought the weed home. And I was trying to be very open about it. And I just had done it like at this concert, at this Grateful Dead concert, which was horrible. I mean, I like walked around begging hippies for pot. Because I didn't know how to buy drugs, so I like would just walk around and be like, can I have some of your weed? And they would give it to me, like a 12-year-old kid. And then um, I got super high, and I saw Rainbows, and I saw G- Jerry Garcia and all that stuff, and hippie dancers. And
1: Wait, is Rainbows the opening actor? No, see- no,
0: Rainbows <laughs> coming off of the speakers. Like, I hallucinated because I got so high. And um- That happened? Yeah, yeah. I think, um, I mean... I remember that happening. It helps if you're 12 and your imagination is yeah, just I think real rough. anyway. Yeah. yeah, I think that I just, whatever happened yeah. was... There's an argument
1: to be made that drugs are better for kids.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a great Doug Stano <laughs> bit about that. Is there? Yeah, what, are they gonna, like, forget to pay the bills? Or are they gonna, oh, that's know, forget the funny. baby? That's funny. Uh, but, um, yeah, yeah, so uh, she, she took the pot then and was like, put it in my little sister's uh, diaper. Who promptly which... got a contact. Eye. No, no, like in her shitty diaper. Oh, like full of
1: shit. I thought she tucked it in there. No, no. We're that bad of a family. <laughs> <laughs> My mom's driving a, a convertible <laughs> LeBaron. <laughs> 12 years old, Yeah. asking hippies for weed, uh-huh. obtaining it, yeah. blazing
0: it, blazing it. And then San I drank Ramos. I started drinking and I started drinking Around that age, too, and it was uh, at a church camp that I really remember getting my first drink on. What, the sacrament? Mm. (laughs) What are we drinking? No, no, it was like parents had like a communal kitchen, and I went with my friend's mom, and she was like single, and... Um, I'm sorry she, where was, is this story going <laughs> she was single and so there wasn't like it wasn't parents it was just this mom and the mom went to sleep but then all the kids stayed up in the living room and we just started drinking the booze out of the fridge with the mom no 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 they oh. were like asleep so we just had all their booze that's so funny how old 12 when I was oh and I hooked up with a. I like I made Jesus. out with a girl and we listened to Hole <laughs> oh my god I was very exposed though as a kid because it was just my parents they couldn't control me they were just they were out to lunch or something. looking
1: at you you look like you grew up in the pages of banana republic catalogs <laughs> you know what I mean so this is awesome I
0: look like I, I mean, knew Holden Caulfield
1: yeah. <laughs> before, before he started yeah. questioning you look like the great Gatsby if yeah. we did a reboot uh we, this is great okay so I when I I went to like a church thing mm-hmm. like those sorts of things and we used to get up and sneak out and drink soda
0: yeah what way the? different
1: way different you were drinking – what What
0: boozes were you drinking? Whatever. Whatever. You just found it and you, you did it. I This was like the – I would say middle school was the most dangerous part of my life. It was a lot of sneaking out yeah. and uh, breaking into cars. What? Taking stuff out of people's cars, like walking around. I lived in a nice neighborhood, so people wouldn't lock their car doors. So we would walk around and we would open their car doors and then try to find valuable stuff. We'd smoke pot. We would take pills. We would – um, Just whatever. It was like whatever. I remember. um, (laughs) What neighborhood is this? It's called Queen Anne. It's in Seattle. (laughs) I remember one time somebody told us that if you take a lot of motion sickness pills that you can get really high. Uh So I took like 20 motion sickness pills, like Uh Dramamine, Uh you know, and I proceeded to pass out like in my I went home and I was like, I'm really tired. I'm going to go to bed. And when I woke up, the world was spinning. That's the opposite It was what the next want. morning. It was the next morning. And I was going on family vacation that next day. And so I'm spinning. And I told my mom I wanted to go to the pharmacy to get some candy or sunblock or something like that. And Wait, uh, world's still spinning. World is still so spinning. So when and your mom was there, like, when she'd show there, up, you'd go, and then, <laughs> Mom,
1: I'm going to the <laughs> pharmacy and I'm going to get some sunblock. Or, are <laughs> yeah. we on the Cyclops right now? <laughs>
0: You you held it together. I held it together, and I. But here's the thing: I went to the store, and I was like, "I'm 12 or 13 years old, so I don't know how to get out of this." So I was like, "I know what I'll do. I'll take no dos because I'm kind of tired." So I took like three or four no dos, which are just caffeine, like condensed caffeine. It's like yeah. you know, five cups of coffee per no dose or something. And so I'm sitting in the minivan driving up to the mountains and just like a hunter s thompson lizard people crawling out of my skin just like Wait, this is a dumb question but the nodos didn't help it heightened it heightened the effect and it was like i think it was like two of five days of the vacation i was like in a world of spinning madness what the fuck yeah what the yeah, it was horrifying. One
1: time when I was a boy, I left a pipe out. <laughs> and I don't mean a weed pipe. I mean like an old Sherlock Holmes pipe. Yeah. And my mom was mad. Mm-hmm. And there was a pipe and pipe cleaners and like pipe tobacco that I once smoked. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't inhale. And your tripping balls... On a family trip,
0: yeah, and I, but I mean, I wasn't like completely undone right. yeah. as like I still had a moral compass, but there was just things that <laughs> there was there was nobody to tell me that it was wrong, and so what I do you just, mean? What what kind of parents are we looking at? Just mom worked all the time; she was super stressed out. She probably had some substance abuse problems in a <laughs> minor way. You know, she sure. she like medicated. And she was just like a mess. you know, everything was like this blur of like, "Ah, I'm fucking late," and ah soccer practice," and "Oh, God, your dad where you know." And my dad was like a very corporate, um, he was over on the East Coast working at a job by this time, and they'd got divorced when I was a kid, um, when I was five. and so but it was just like they didn't I was a troublemaker, and they didn't have like the what there should have been was you aren't allowed to do half this shit, and also like, you're skiing like, in your soccer, like, we're you're doing all this stuff. Because when you put me in, like, a system, I thrive. Right. But I just, they let me kind of become undone, and just, like, I would walk around the neighborhood just causing trouble, and then I had other friends like me who you were... You were riffraff. I was riffraff. I was little, definitely riffraff. Riffraff gang. I was like that, thir- you know, like, when you see, like, kids in, like, kids that smoke? Like yeah. kids? Yeah. I was, like, the kid that smoked. I was, like, behind the grocery store smoking.
1: And you kind of, you you smoke a little bit now. When, when did you start smoking?
0: I mean, I don't... Around then is when I first had my... But I never ever thought cigarettes were good. Like, I, you know, it was like on a whim I would have a cigarette. And in the last... When you were smoking pot, that wasn't the first thing you had smoked, though. Probably cigarettes were the first thing I'd smoked. yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm just trying to get a picture here. But, um... But then I. You have an eye patch in the picture, by <laughs> the I have an eye patch. I've, and overalls, I've, and one of them's undone. Yeah. And, and you have a frog. There's a jalopy and a dog. Uh, <laughs> and an old man. An old man with one of those lips that he can pull over his nose. Uh, <laughs> the bottom lip. The Great West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. <laughs> um, so, as John Steinbeck wrote my life. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know, I just. I was just. There was nobody. And then it was like weird because. So mom is raising you, so you have a lot of free time. I have a lot of free time because mom works and she's a latchkey
1: just- kid, we call exactly. you. Exactly, I was yeah. latchkey kid. Yeah, And you're um, dragging that key into cars. I'm also chubby ooh, boy.
0: because I go home every day and I eat whatever I want. <laughs> so
1: you just look kind of like a
0: tiny middle-aged man. But smoking. I also <laughs> wanted to be a black kid. <laughs> Fat. Oh, really? Yeah, I wanted to be black, so I had like either slicked-back, gelled hair. One time I p- permed my hair. No. I permed my hair so that I could get an afro. <laughs> just... I swear to God, I went to a school full of all these. <laughs> this
1: is what happens when you don't <laughs> attend a child. He just starts perming.
0: No, I think my mom helped with this one. But more <laughs> in like a, yeah, this will be a good idea. Yeah, sure. <laughs> we'll let you perm your hair, you whore. You You permed it and that allowed you to have an afro? I wanted an afro. What happened was I had hair like TJ's. <laughs> you yeah.
1: wanted an afro? Because
0: I went to school I went to school in the hood. I went I got all of a sudden bussed into school from the hood when I was like uh <laughs> I think I was ten years old when I started taking the bus across town from this super nice neighborhood to the hood. And this is the nineties, so I can remember going from like a neighborhood where it was like just perfect and then all of a sudden like sixth grade, kids are getting shot after school no. and we're having funerals at school for kids. Because they're dying in gang violence.
1: <laughs> You're standing there but with I'm, your perm. Yeah, I'm seeing
0: <laughs> boys in the hood. I'm literally. I have pictures of me wearing dicky suits. Oh my shit! I brought. I used to wear a red bandana in my back pocket just because my friends in middle school were in the Bloods.
1: Your friends were in the Bloods. They were
0: in the Bloods. Valley Hood Piru. And you thing? would I'm, blood
1: I would represent? hide it.
0: I would hide it. It was in there, but I would never rock it out. And then they occasionally, like, I would show it to them. I'd be like, I got a red rag, too. And they'd be like, oh, you're cool, Andy. No! Yeah, 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 yeah. And But, I'm, but it was just like all of this. Did friend, you have friends in the Crips? A couple. And you didn't show them maybe but they thought everybody knew it was a joke and then i had friends in the a
1: joke in the like you weren't joking you were a joke I'm i not, was a joke like, like they, they were like knew it's, I wasn't just, for real. it's just it's just i don't actually
0: know if i had friends in the crib cuz i think people would have beat me up for that type of thing it seems like it but you know i mean there was like That's sort of like easy pickings. yeah i don't i didn't have like I, I remember some kids had guns. You know, there was stuff like this that. This is I remember in like... We've been in so many long car rides and plane rides. <laughs> I know none of this. When I was 12, I remember walking into the bathroom at school and this kid, this big gangster kid who's still a gangster in Seattle. I see him around Seattle being a gangster sometimes. And he he'll, he'll, he recognizes me. But I remember walking into the bathroom and he, um, <laughs> he had a bag of crack out. We were like 12-year-olds. We're 7th graders. And... So- uh,
1: you're not even, like, out of your depth, really. You're smoking weed and stuff. You're kind of gentle compared to some oh, of the stuff that's happening. This
0: is, yeah, this is way beyond me. I mean, I, it was like my heart starts shooting, or racing, and uh, my heart starts shooting <laughs> at the rival hearts. <laughs> <laughs> Crips Bloods, and the Hearts. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the a subsidiary softest. of the Bloods. <laughs> kind of a more, like, leisure um
1: Like Captain Planet, you're the lame kid. Heart! Remember that kid? Yeah. What was he, Native American or something? Poor guy. What were their parents thinking? Like- that let them go out and play with that blue man? <laughs> yeah. All right, now cradle my planets. <laughs>
0: cradle my parents, free podcast. Oh, man. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so... Uh, but oh, so he had crack and i just he was just like oh you're cool right and i was, he was like if you tell anybody i'll kill you and i was like yeah i'm not gonna tell anybody and i didn't tell anybody but um whoa i remember though i mean i wasn't like a thug i couldn't fight i didn't have a gun i didn't sell drugs but i just was around it and i wanted to be cool to them and those were the cool kids but then when i went to high school it was funny because i kind of was like got to high school and i was this loser I was, like, this loser. Like, I'd gone from then to being, like, a skateboarder. From being, like, this gangster, I would turn into, like, this skateboarder, kind of, like, graffiti artist kid. And then I just, one day I realized, I was, like, all the kids that I want to be, like, now are, like, really good at soccer. And they're going to PSAT prep courses. Yeah. And I just, it changed. I just all of a sudden was, like, I want to be like these guys now.
1: Well, you joke about it a lot. Yeah, if I were casting a movie of a guy, who, I know you skied, mm-hmm. and I, it sounds like you stopped
0: graffitiing and and rocking the red rag. Yeah, there's no. Uh, I mean, I I. It's funny because we we talk about this sometimes. Like you seem like you're trying to find your like whatever the boundaries of your moral you know
1: right 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 i'm trying to kick him out a little bit i'm trying to get back to you're like, trying to reel it in i meet mean more people like you than me yeah there's 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 less people uh, i think that are like i just haven't really ever done anything that wrong or anything and i'm not trying i'm not saying that i want to start smoking crack for example but yeah you're you're like i've been out in the world and i'd yeah. like to i'd like to tighten up the package
0: i think it's a much better way to go i think it's the, the hardest thing was versus was with stand-up for the longest time was i started wanting to be doug stanhopes and you know these. Oh right, I forgot r- about. That. And I would tell jokes about just the most horrible things I could think of.
1: I forgot about this. You were telling me about how that
0: really put a stint in your in your beginnings as a comedian. Yeah, and I didn't even think about it. I was like, Nah, I'm going to be honest, and I'm going to talk about what I want to talk about. Right. I, it was all you know, shock humor. I and stuff worry like that. about
1: this actually, especially in the show. We often uh, pretty much deify your Louis and and your Marins and mm-hmm. stuff that that really bear their souls up there. But when you're starting, there's there's a real qu- quality to learning a little bit more basic stuff riding it a tricycle be your regans
0: and your seinfeld yeah, and I think even so. i think gaffigan's great i never think of him as like yeah. this vanilla guy i don't even think of seinfeld or uh, regan like that but it's just like they don't ever cross that boundary really right
1: they they they're figuring out it's, it's something about like painting photo realistically is the analogy i yeah. always use you can paint really well like a house and everyone goes that's a house before you can just be like i just threw paint at the thing
0: i think that's completely what it is you yeah. got to learn those rules of and then and break then and break then break them. Them. i think that's the best way to go but I,
1: I i'm worried sometimes i'm sometimes thinking that the product of some of these discussions is going to be going to open mics and these 15 16 year old kids that are just starting who don't really have that much to say are up there like my fucking mother you know well, what? that is open mics. yeah, yeah. i don't is think have right? been to an open uh, mic for a while, <laughs> Well, start start with something else, like you know, an observation or a joke. You know, well, like just learn if a the bit whole
0: idea is that you're trying to make a connection with an audience. Yeah, what are the odds that they think their mom's a cunt? Yeah, probably not. Yeah, but they they will be like. Why is a toilet seat whatever? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can start learning
1: a little bit more of that timing and a little bit more of that pace and, and some of the technique if you're just saying, like, baseball bat. Isn't baseball implied? Just yeah. call it a bat. Yeah. It's a terrible joke. I'm just saying, like, you can learn a little bit of pace and, and hear the uh, learn how to pause. Yeah. They're laughing instead of being like, my fucking father makes me take little lick and I got a door and I fucking hate it and I just...
0: I was gonna say Orientals again, but I also think that like with that you like uh, I did like a whole year where I was like I'm gonna talk about race and I'm gonna talk about sex and I thought that I was being like this I thought I was you know gonna get into a position where I broke ground yeah 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 yeah. but all I did was upset audiences (laughs) that's all I did they would laugh at the joke but then they're upset yeah they they can laugh and still be upset and I learned that really. The hard way.
1: Yeah, so that the, your your transformation now when I see your comedy, it's not that at all. In fact that was hard for me to understand that you used to do that. Yeah. Because it's 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 not uh it's not boring, but it's not dangerous either. No. And I don't mean dangerous as a good thing. Yeah. I mean dangerous being like, Ugh, uh, I don't like I, I,
0: I ugly comedy. Yeah, I think there's I, I mean it's it always comes down to nuance. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that I saw Neil tell that joke about the bullies and the suicide uh oh right yeah and it's like i don't think he's being an ugly comic right that's like a well-crafted joke right i think other people might try to tell the same joke and it would be ugly yeah but there's you know there's a mischievousness to it that's fun right but i i just don't i'm also not like a smiley jovial shiny guy so when i say something mean people are like oh he's mean you know what i mean
1: you think so I feel that way sometimes. Yeah, it's weird, man. I think we're I think we're all trying to figure out how we come across, and I'm not sure you've, with you saying that. And I'm completely I th- I open to that. I think you think you're darker than you I feel appear darker. to be. Yeah, because if you went up and were like, you know, in badminton they call it a shuttlecock. I find that quite humorous. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then, and then sipped from a porcelain teacup. Yeah. I'd be like, "Now we're into Andy Haynes territory. This is Andy Haynes country." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That's, well, that's a, that's an interesting uh, t- uh, something that every comedian has to do is be like, "How am I coming across?" Mm-hmm. Sort of thing. And I don't, I don't think you come across that dark. And I think you could. Let's go back to. Well, that goes back nicely actually to your origin story and uh, skiing and stuff.
0: Yeah. How did that happen? So you 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 went from kind of uh, thugging it up. Well, I was always skiing. My dad started teaching me. My dad taught me how to ski when I was three, mm-hmm. and I can remember what? when I let go and I just skied. I just was like a three-year-old that could ski, okay. and I could ski wow. all over mountains and I could do whatever. And then I did that every year of my life until um, my mid-twenties. And I like in high school, I I skied a hundred days a year. You know, I would I would like have like on a week I would I would ski Saturday and Sunday and then Monday I might not ski and then Tuesday I would ski at night and then Wednesday I'd have class like in the morning and then I wouldn't have class in the afternoon so I'd go ski that night and then I'd stay and then I'd ski Thursday morning and then I'd come back to school after class or after lunch. I just, I, um, my dad just taught me how to ski and I was good at it. And it was, uh, Couldn't I Couldn't stop skiing. <laughs> Couldn't I've stop. always envied those people with centers of gravity. That's what I've always blamed my inability of skiing with. Well, I'm not good at other gravity sports. Like really? I'm not a great surfer. I'm not a great ski or a skateboarder. I can do them. I can do those things. Right. But I'm not great at them like I was at skiing. It's a tricky thing. We, didn't we talk about a little bit like injuries and deaths
1: and stuff? And then you got injured.
0: Yeah. And I've had friends die from. I'm sorry? Skiing. I am, I heard you, and I am sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, because I got into that world What do you where, mean, how
1: do people die skiing?
0: Well, because when somebody jumps off a 100-foot cliff, and they're doing a flip, and they're, like, landing in a big patch of snow that nobody's been under, you know? I mean, sometimes there's rocks. Sometimes that snow moves, and it buries people. Sometimes uh, those people land on their neck. Is you know? that
1: what happened with your... Pounds? I've
0: had friends die in avalanches, and I've had friends die from head I've injuries. I've had friends die in avalanches. Yes, I've just
1: never heard that sentence. Not best friends, but I, friends I, like. And I'm not trying to make like light of comedy. something that's
0: very sad. But avalanche. I mean, that's an Elmer Fudd I mean, cartoon. It's not. It's not tragic, and there's. Okay, so, like, uh, I didn't know him super well. Anybody in the alternative sports world would know this guy, Shane McConkey. He was, like, a guy that you would see, like, in a Red Bull commercial. He he skied for it. And he would ski off of a cliff that was 2,000 feet high, and he would do four backflips, and then he would open a parachute, and then he would land on the mountain below, and he would take the parachute off and ski some more. And... Now that that's done. He died because his parachute didn't open one day. And it's like... There's part of you you can't call that tragic because he's jumping off a 2,000 foot – he he knows yeah. the risk of this. It's sad because he has a family and stuff. Right, like, it is. But he also – I don't think he would have ever not jumped off that cliff because that's what he liked to do. He liked he, jumping off cliffs. And eventually you, you have to factor in that 1% and if you jump 100
1: times – this is something. This is something that I was thinking about. Is is, is when people used to like die. When I see movies like Touching the Void, the guy mm-hmm. that like uh, almost died uh, climbing some mountain or whatever, and people that do die climbing mountains and all that yeah. sort of stuff. I'm like, well, don't climb a mountain. Yeah, a mountain doesn't want you. But then what I realized is life is. You know, ugh, I'm gonna sound so pretentious yeah, here. Fine. But life is a mountain. Everything is as meaningless. If things are meaningless. Everything is either as meaningful or as meaningless as anything. Yeah. So, like a sport in a pretend
0: world where we're doing flips that you don't have to do, yeah. you also don't have to cross the street. And that's what got me to quit. Was what? I was, I, well, what got me to stop wanting to be a professional skier is I was not the top of my class in skiing. I wasn't able to do what everybody was able to do. I blew out my knee when I was 18. I'm yeah, well, to what happened auto. there?
1: I thought you hurt, hurt your I hip. Th-
0: I hurt my hip too, but I blew out my knees just uh, just trying to do jumps and stuff. Um,
1: but was it a gradual blowout or are we landing on there was wrong?
0: one huge blowout and it was uh not just a doing like a, a spinning trick over a tabletop and i i just landed wrong and my knee went did and it, uh, you heard it yeah yeah and then i i did physical therapy for dumb like a question year. it hurt not right away it just felt weird because it, it's just the ligaments in your leg tearing so they don't, they don't have the same nerves. But when everything around it's like, hey, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's when it starts hurting. And then the other accident you had. So you blew out your leg. You did but the hip therapy. thing wasn't even a big thing when it happened. It was just like maybe a week later, all of a sudden, I was like, that's really tight. And then a month later, it was like, that still hurts. And now 10 years later, I'm like, eh, the pain's still there. Yeah, um, But it wasn't like I was in a hospital bed.
1: Right. But you went over a jump.
0: And it was like a 100-foot tabletop and I landed at about 80 feet from... 80 feet length, and I came down about 20 feet to my... just Short. To flat, hard snow. And my hip, my right hip just went up into the socket. Yikes. Yeah. Wow. But That,
1: that hurt right away.
0: Yeah, I mean, that was uncomfortable. That's for sure.
1: But, like, you kept skiing the rest of the day?
0: Mm, I probably did continue to ski. I, I at least skied down. That's this one of those like, doctor things. You know, if you hadn't continued skiing... <laughs> Well, one time when I was drinking, I, I stabbed a knife through a pop can. Like I was like drunk. I well I I don't know if we have time to talk about. it, but We I'm haven't alcoholic. even gotten into it. I know yeah. it,
1: you're you're so interesting, man. <laughs> you really are. I feel like such a dumb dumb. Every time we hang out, we just talk about girls, though.
0: Yeah. yeah. Or what else? Yoga. Girls. Yoga. Eastern comedy. stuff. Yeah. Uh, weird. Our therapist. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Tra- uh, astral projection. Astral projection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. I love it. Yeah. yeah it's so
0: weird. Anyways, but I, I, I stopped wanting to be a skier because I was jumping what, you, over you, a you, highway one time. The knife into the... Oh, I, I stabbed... I was a really bad drunk. We can probably get to that. But I was trying to shotgun a beer because I wanted everybody to see how much of a life of the party I was. <laughs> so I took a knife, a big kitchen knife, and I stabbed through the can which I was holding. And the knife went just through the can, through <sighs> the other side, and into my hand. And everybody was like, ah! <laughs> you know, it was like one of those party moments. <laughs> and then I kept... Instead of going to the ER, I was like, it looks all right. And then I, I said, um, Richard Pryor character. Um, and then I um, I just kept drinking. The next day, I was like, that's bad. I can see the meat in there. I can see the inner workings of my hand, like pulling back a wall in Brazil, uh, the movie Brazil. Uh, and then uh, I went to the doctor eventually, like the next night. And he was like, why did you not come to the hospital I can't even give you stitches now like he was like you have and I had to wear a thing that kept my hand like this for a month that was my first quarter of college Um,
1: <laughs> like this means by the way the rock and roll fingers kind of
0: I think it's I love you actually at this point yeah it looks like I love you so I was like I love you <laughs> it was like purple and I had straps on it looked like what like um, kids with like severe disabilities have to wear so their head doesn't roll off um,
1: <laughs> you waited to the next
0: night yeah. to go to the doctor. Yeah, I go to the doctor
1: for anything. I went to the doctor because I had a sore throat yesterday.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean that's good. And, and I I have been hypochondriac in the past, so that's probably why I didn't go. Right? Because I was like, maybe I'm overreacting. I mean, it's just a little meat sticking out of my. You meat. You fucking meat. But the quitting skiing thing was. Oh because yeah. We were jumping over a highway, like a two-lane road, on skis. What? Yeah. Oh, because you were escaping that mansion in True Lies? <laughs> <laughs> no, to, to videotape. To oh, make like a segment. for a video. <laughs> so, you know when you see stuff where a guy is jumping over stuff? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. So I was, and then some kids were going to do double backflips, I think. A kid was like, I'm going to do a double backflip. And it was like, in a jumping world, over a, a road. In a backflip isn't enough. And cars were driving under and. I just was like, I don't want to do this. It just hit you? Yeah, it was like, why am I doing, I hate this. I'm you? so scared. Yeah, right yeah. Now. I was going to say you were anxious,
1: probably. I'd be anxious. I'm anxious hearing the story.
0: Yeah, and so I just, I mean, I jumped over the highway, and I landed, and it was fine. I didn't do a flip. I just jumped over it, and it was fun. With cars going beneath you? Yeah. You looking down when you're in the air?
1: Probably and not. it was so
0: quick. Yeah, it was a lot of energy.
1: See, that's why I would die. I'm the guy that's like, "What's it look like?" Ah!
0: <laughs> and you just are drawn to the ground. I've seen a lot of people because I do. I still like doing a lot of cliff jumping stuff, and I've seen a lot of people who jump off cliffs into water, and they just look down, and then all of a sudden they're just like, like this, like free falling, <laughs> like a skydiver, you and you're like, "No, it's fifty feet." 50-foot belly flop, and you're just like, oh, this is going to be like a, a 2 dayer. <laughs> it's going to take you out for 48 hours. Yeah, you're done.
1: You jump off cliffs? Yeah. What is going on?
0: <laughs> That's fun, though. I love it. You, uh, do you do cliff jumping in the water, Katie? Yeah, it's like a fun oh, yeah, we all West coast <laughs> It's weird to not jump off Pete cliffs. He walks into a closet.
1: <laughs> Everybody does it. Let's go ask the people in the, in the comic book store if they do that. You dick. I'm just kidding. I'd love, to, I would like to do that. I, I'm about to say something obvious. If it's definitely safe, I don't have a
0: problem. Yeah, like I that. don't do things. I mean, I would say that I work around the 70 80 you probably work around the 95 percent. yeah sure yeah
1: you're also dealing with you just made me feel something that i haven't felt in a long time which is my whole life i've been like felt different because i'm so much taller than everybody Mm -hmm. i'm bigger than everybody way more all that sort of stuff so like i'm always like the fantasy is like we're doing cliff diving and it's guys that look like you which is like a fit model but i'm even you're like for
0: the for the guys that really do this stuff yeah i I was a skier everybody was five foot two and they were like these little muscles, right? There you just go. Like, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Then they just they go and they do like a seven twenty or a ten eighty, you know, three yeah. rotations yeah, over yeah, hundreds yeah. of feet, and they land. And if they crash, they're just like, Arr! and they like, you know, they're like all little Popeyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and are, you were lankier, and I was like, Ugh, like I <laughs> spread out in the air and get like wind, so, like a flying squirrel, so big and dumb,
1: gliding <laughs> <laughs> through the air. <laughs>
0: More like a horse like you know when they have horse jumping you know that was like that old thing that was that movie uh, wild hearts can't be broken do you remember that uh it's about a blind uh, a girl's a horse jumper which was like a vaudevillian circus thing where you run a horse up a ramp and then jump into a pool of water 40 foot fall but the, the horse. horse when the horse falls it doesn't go like <laughs> the horse just goes <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's a it's real you you have to use words.
1: It doesn't flail his like, hooves. It,
0: yeah, it doesn't flail its hooves. It just like pulls its arms in and just kind of like lets itself fall cuz it's like <laughs> I'm not used to falling. <laughs> this was not part of the agreement. <laughs> I
1: trot you right along. That's the deal. Sometimes I, a- <laughs> I gallop.
0: <laughs> I am a farm animal.
1: If there was a drug you could take that would give you the brain of a falling horse, I would smoke it every day. That's the drug I'm looking for. Not false success. I want the the zen of a falling horse. (laughs) It's just like complete peace with I don't belong here, but it'll be over Mm -hmm. soon. (laughs) Free podcast. (laughs) <laughs> so you're an alcoholic. Yes. <clears throat> uh, I love hanging out with you uh, in general, but I mean, like I'm saying, uh, you and I, you're not. Um, you go out. Yes, I do. Because here's a weird little nug. When somebody's bringing an opener, and by the way, Andy, you're you're a headliner, and that's 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 just a fact. And part of it is you're coming to these clubs so that they'll work you as a headliner. And I thank you. Babe. Fully anticipate that. So please don't think I'm looking at you as an opener. I'm just saying. because you are technically, literally, in reality, opening for me on these shows, one of the things, me, a consideration, I just say this to be informative, as a headliner, you want, of course, the person to be able to hang out. And even though you don't booze it up, you will stay, if I'm feeling like boozing it up you know, old yeah. bottle of wine watching Sherlock Petey, Fine. sometimes they keep it social and do it in a bar, which yeah. for some reason
0: is okay all They'll of a play sudden. they Sherlock at that bar.
1: <laughs> yeah, if they're playing Sherlock you at the bar. You bring your
0: Apple TV to the bar. And never, <laughs> if, you plug this in. if
1: I sit at a bar and don't talk to anyone and drink four glasses of wine, nobody has a problem. No. Old Petey goes and sits on his Nissan Verano, that's what I call my couch, and watch it, and drinks a bottle of wine. Suddenly, we gotta talk to Gary Penn about
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, though. I mean, it's it it's almost an it's almost hyper intelligent for you to to rationalize it like that because it's like if you drink at the bar by yourself, right. Nobody's like you have a problem.
1: It's like romantic. Yeah, who's that guy? Don Draper can't sit at a bar alone for two minutes without someone being like, "Can I suck your sixties
0: dick?" There's definitely stuff I've done <laughs> like that where I just liked, you know, I just wasted time. Where it was just like I should go to this coffee shop and just be there by myself writing because it's romantic,
1: right? 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 right. You 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 think someone might snap a photo of (laughs) you, or somebody
0: might just be like, "You
1: are so intriguing." Yeah, ask you at your funeral, people will be like, "Andy was the kind of guy that would just he'd go to a Pete's, go to a Pete's (laughs) coffee and tea, and he'd sit there all day and write and just write, just a quiet, intuitive, smart person. Mm. I don't know where intuitive came in. So you will hang out with me while I'm abusing things my body mm-hmm. but you will uh, not partake so tell me tell me
0: about a little bit about you know tell me what you'd like to tell me about you well life. i i just have a problem because of probably parents never teaching me about boundary kind of stuff i right. just have a problem with vices i can't really do a lot of stuff vice wise without overindulging you know what my vices? is what southern florida man i got a real miami <laughs> vice oh god oh god oh jesus do you, you want to go outside and we'll carry you up and down the block <laughs> i feel like you should get a. there should be a crown or like a meter that grows throughout the podcast and once you reach it you're like you glow red um, <laughs> like a like video game like nba jam yeah. i'm on fire sort yeah. of thing
1: i shot three three in a row and now i'm making miami vice jokes, sizzling
0: um <laughs> so you uh you go I'm just bad I was bad at bad it. So, with vices. And uh, drinking was particularly bad because when you do a lot of the drinking you you it's you turn into a drunk person and you make bad decisions and worse and worse decisions. Right. And, and I you started drinking when you were twelve. But I didn't have problems with it. I blacked out once when I was fifteen. I they woke say up say if you drink before you're eighteen, according to a thing I read at a bus stop. In men's health. It uh, says if
1: you drink before you're eighteen, the chances of you abusing alcohol goes up by like
0: I don't know. It's a yeah. huge percent. Yeah, yeah, that's impressive. It too. was. It would. I would agree with that. Sure. Um, but yeah. So I, uh, I blacked out once in middle, in in high school, but it, it wasn't really that bad. Well, it was horrible. I got taken home by an ambulance, and I woke up. I was in a city park with friends, and I woke up in my mom's bed. Um, so that was the first time I blacked out. But Wait, then say it again. I was in a city park drinking with some friends. Yes. And I drank two forties of Old English, which okay. is really bad stuff. Yeah. And I was a little, I was five foot four, one 115 pounds. A real hobbit Williams. And uh, I just woke up in my mom's bed. That was the next thing I remember. I remember being very drunk, and then I was in my mom's bed. Wow. And she was like, do you know what happened last night? What did and I was happen? like, did we hook up?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> what did happen? Uh, I had, uh, my friends had abandoned me because I got so drunk and they didn't want to get in trouble. And I'd walked into traffic and got hit by a car. And then I'd walked into a movie theater. Wait. And After off. getting hit by the car, you just resumed? I just, I like, it wasn't that bad. It was like a car stopped kind of, and I went up on the hood and I was like, ah. <laughs> and then I walked away. <laughs> and I think this. It's a horse driving, and he's like, this was worse than falling into that pool. <laughs> I thought I got out of this. Um,. That's not like a phrase that people use. I thought I, thought I got out of this. Like, yeah. that's it. No,
1: I get it. Saying. It means like that crazy time in my life. But there's a way better. I'm a horse. I'm driving a car. I've moved on. <laughs> I thought I got out of that.
0: That kind of life. And for some reason, I thought it was horse shield wipers. <laughs> uh, but that's, that is what the person did to me. They uh-huh. on the windshield wipers. Um. They did not. Yeah, they did. Because I remember this now. Did you take a little nap on the hood? I was like. Wah, wah. <laughs> uh, I was trying to hang on or something. Um, T-1000 style? Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> this girl actually was following me that had been with us. And she was trying to figure out what to do. But we're like 15-year-old kids. Yes. And then I just fell asleep on these carpeted movie theater stairs. Mm. And uh, pissed my pants, threw up. And then the ambulance came. And they were like. Told my mom. They called my mom. They're like, "We're going to take him to the hospital." My mom's like, "I'm a nurse, so you can just bring him home." So they brought me home and put me in my mom's bed, and that's that was the first uh, canary in the coal mine of my drinking career. And then um, after, high, I didn't really get much more trouble in high school. But then right after high school, it turned real bad. Do you know why you started drinking? Why did you drink two forties of Old English? We, I mean, that, like- I mean, I think what it was was it was just I was really insecure. I was a really insecure kid. And the second I drank, I was just comfortable. It was those bold decisions. I could make them and I was was thoughtless. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would go up to a girl and I'd be like, you're cute. And I'd kiss her and, It was like like, Joe Namath. Yeah, I want to kiss you right now. Yeah, exactly. I was I would just do that kind of stuff, and I became popular. You know, I started partying with the upperclassmen, and then I thought you were going to say with the upper class because that's what you look like.
1: That's where the upper class. (laughs) That's where you belong out
0: at all white establishments. (laughs) (laughs) Give me a grasshopper. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's a really dumb drink. Um, But then, yeah, and and then in in like Tahoe, and especially in college, when I went to college. I got arrested six times. What? Yeah. For what? D and disorder. Do you want me to go through real quick? Yeah. I I flipped a minivan going 80 miles an hour, and then I hopped out of that minivan, and I tried to go bootleg, or I tried to go buy beer. The cops found the minivan and then found me, so that was a DUI. Was this
1: the Ninja Turtles minivan? How are
0: you surviving? (laughs) I don't know, because I was so drunk that my body was like um, putty.
1: yeah, it is. It's tense muscles that yeah. get injured.
0: So I just was. I just flipped around the car a little bit and popped out, and they were like, "I was fine." And then um, I got like a month later. I was got kicked out of a party um, in the top of this mountain in Tahoe, and I was <laughs> trying to bang on people's doors to get in because it was. I was in a t shirt and there was six feet of snow, so I got arrested and woke up in jail. Um, Success. Then, uh, You're like, but who's warm? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I you actually you went confidence. up and banged on a cell you're Lonely like let me, in, let me but in but
0: I did when the cops showed up to that I just got on my knees and I put my hands behind my head without even them saying anything really like, immediately I was like go, go to jail this is good uh, and then I uh, I got a malicious mischief got a disorderly conduct got malicious a mischief. mischief yeah never heard of that I think that was the time what isn't that Aziz's new
1: album Malicious mischief.
0: That's delicious dish chef.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Dish chef is delicious.
0: (laughs) Dangerously. Um, But yeah, it was just dumb stuff like that. And then I sobered up uh, my last two years of college. Oh, you did it in college? Yeah, and I didn't do AA or anything because that was like where, that was in Bellingham, which is like this small kind of college town but post fishing town in mm. northern washington like mm-hmm. right by the canadian border and you'd go into the meetings and it would be all old native guys and old fishers and they'd be like the sea was angry and you're like oh, <laughs> shit like i don't i can't relate to you i was trying to hook up with a girl well, that's one of
1: my favorite lines you do that in your acting you say, oh yeah the sea was, was you, on fire yeah, i will do
0: it I go, I woke up and the sea was on fire.
1: <laughs> I felt you didn't want to do the bit, but I love that line. That's. I think that line to myself all the time.
0: That's. I like that. That was a fun.
1: I also think of up. you have a bit. We don't have to do the bit, but it's about how medical marijuana offices aren't doctor's offices. Yeah. I don't think they have a bootleg of the gray <laughs> playing. In mo- a bootleg of the gray. Like such a perfect stoner movie. Yeah. And I, loved, I actually was the weird person that loved the gray because I didn't lose... I didn't learn that death was real in college. <laughs> <laughs> so I needed the
0: gray. You needed a ski more, man. Yeah, that's right. That's absolutely right. The guy died from backflips. Oh, man. We're, I can't tell you how many. I, I grew up in the So you didn't,
1: you didn't do AA. I'm sorry.
0: I did AA later. I did ah. AA because I started drinking again in New York oh. when I was um, about a year and a half in. I would drink co- casually. Nothing bad happened. And then it, it started to pick up steam. And I cheated on a girlfriend and I um, just hooked up with some people that I didn't want to hook up with when it came to sobriety time. When I was like, I probably, did. you know, I just, it wasn't even that I didn't want to hook up with them. It was the way that I handled hooking up with them was so sleazy. Yeah. I treated them bad. And yeah. And, um, I just and then I was like not doing good at comedy. It's one thing to be like a mess and then not and be like killing it. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But it to be like mediocre and then also like walk around and be like blah, 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 blah. you know, people are like no, it's right. just you never right, right, right. validated this at all.
1: You're not our delightful mascot drunk. You're yeah. you're just a drunk. It's not fun
0: at all. You're just a drunk. And so yeah, that was uh I just decided after Bridgetown two years ago after just drinking the whole time and just <laughs> Not really being happy, but continuing to drink. I was like, what am I doing? Didn't we talk about that at festivals? That's how
1: I often feel. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, you're drinking just because like we're here for five
0: days. Like, just keep, keep you're, moving. I, you're like, I've done it for two days already. Why right. not continue this? I only have two more but days. But you and left
1: I, we, we were talking about Petapalooza, Petapalooza, yeah.
0: which was the idea that
1: I, I'm going to like get a house and mm-hmm. it be on a lake. And we just rent it, of course, and invite everybody over. And all we do is uh, we cook. Yoga. And we do yoga. Cleansing. And we, uh, it's all like vegan. And, and there's drinking a little bit. There's and like there's nighttime fun. A little bit of nighttime winery, but I don't think it's necessarily like I get shit shit housed and then swimming and then mushrooms. Of course, <laughs> on the third day we yes. take mushrooms, and then which is something you would still do even though you're a sober person.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I still I still smoke pot occasionally, right? Because um, you're not boring. Sorry, a, ruining ruining yeah, your, yeah. Your, your act. <laughs> That's opening, a line from your act. Um, but it, it's just like one of those things where you um, you can't like uh, you can smoke a lot of pot and you know, you can lose like weeks of work But you don't, like, hit your wife or crash the car. It's a different kind of. But with alcohol and those harder drugs, it just, it was too, having that lack of control was, it was too much of a factor. I think that's actually why old Petey is drinking a bottle of Pinot
1: on the couch. Because old Petey doesn't like when he loses a little bit of control. Yeah. I don't even like talking about this, so I refer to myself as old Petey. (laughs) (laughs) I woke up and the sea was unfair. (laughs) I'm just saying that sort of thing about, like, I don't want people to even see me when I'm drunk. You know what I mean? Uh, (laughs) Although sometimes, you know, like I've been drunk with Kumail and Emily. It's so funny. They still make fun of me for this. And this isn't why. Yeah. We went to a burlesque show, and this woman had huge hips and big tits. And I was like, so maternal. That's what I said. (laughs) I like it. (laughs) 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 that's why that's why I keep it to the couch (laughs) I'm not flipping flipping minivans but I'm saying some weird
0: shit oh man I feel like you only should be allowed to say that in your Philip Seymour Hoffman accent (laughs) maternal so (laughs) (laughs) maternal just so so maternal (laughs) you gotta start with the fat breath yeah
1: just so maternal
0: you helped me with an accent the other day. Remember that? Which one? You helped me with... Uh, we didn't even talk about Man F. We, uh, you helped me with... Um, what's his name? Batman. Um, who's Albert now? Oh, Michael Kine. Michael K Ki- I'm Michael Kine. Michael Kine. Yeah, you do it with the nose, You right? close the nose. You close the nose. You close the nose, nose. Yours is good.
1: I'm Michael Kai. She was only 14. I'm only doing it from the trip. That That's the only deeper. way I did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched that and then I That was, was like, a great thing because that. when you discuss an impression, then people learn how to do it. It's yeah. like a really, people have to be careful about yeah. that. Uh, you get their touchstone and then you kind of have the impression.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is fine. I like sharing. Impressions. That's like I only can do walk in if I say Google Docs. <laughs> <laughs> Google Docs. But it's not really that good. It's not. There's no master. Your last name is Haynes. And one
1: time I made my friend Ern laugh so hard he was weeping. And we still laugh about it. About it. Christopher Walken p- pitching a commercial <laughs> for not Haynes her way. Not Haynes her way. I don't need that. I want Haynes Walken's way. <laughs> it was an underwear called Haynes Walken's way. These are for me. I wear them. It's becoming Cosby. It's my way google docs (laughs) that's your touchstone (laughs) google docs haynes walkins way
0: oh man it's not that good today i like it they they go around we could do Manif. i what i think so good about this is the openness thing getting back to it is you don't stop yourself at all you know you're just like it's not that good today but i'm still doing it enough that it's like the act you know what i mean (laughs) yeah and if you stop, you're not doing it at all. There's a certain amount. I, I feel like doing something
1: badly is better than not doing it at all. Even, you know, in certain environments. I'd, yeah. like, I'd like my act to be have a certain degree of polish, I suppose. But there's about a play. I say it on the show. It's green lights. It's a philosophy of just like, let's do this. That's that. That's a muscle that takes work. Because yeah. me and my natural state doesn't do things. Yeah. I think people would be surprised at how little I'd like to do. I don't want to go to a carnival, but then I get to the carnival and it's really fun. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But typically I'm just like, now. Nah, let's just do
0: nothing. That's you why ever- I do Stand up. I like things that take yeah. over my life. I do that sometimes where I'll go somewhere and people will be having fun, like two friends, and yeah. I go and I'm the third friend. Yeah, and I don't want it. I'm not like ready to have fun. I'm mad yeah. at them. Yeah, like, Ugh. and then they're like, "What's going on with you?" And I'm like, "I just." You're already having fun, right. and I didn't want to have fun. Yet. Right, right, right. I think that's one
1: of the things is fun is effort. Mm-hmm. Uh, joy it requires a little bit of effort. Silliness certainly requires yeah. effort. Curiosity, intrigue, all these interest requires effort. Yeah. People are just like, I'm just not a fun person. Like, fucking work on it. Yeah. Google Docs will get you halfway there. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that is, so I'm glad that you picked up, up on that because that is true. It's fun to, it's fun to try things. Yeah. And I, don't, and I don't even necessarily want to all the time. So I've been that, that I've been the third guy that I'm like you're having fun. I don't like fun. Yeah. One of my earliest bits was like I don't like fun. Yeah, like the chicken dance at a wedding. But what I've learned is, fucking do the chicken dance. Just do the chicken dance. It and and see if fun finds you. And if it doesn't, go sit with Chelsea and make fun of everybody.
0: Yeah, that's the other fun. The other fun <laughs> is hating the fun. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The, I'll Either tell you way. This. the guy having doing the chicken dance, that guy, he has so much fun.
1: I was just. uh Again, I've clearly been listening to stuff to blow your mind, talking about uh, witches, covens, and stuff. And mm-hmm. the idea of like uh, square dancing, anything that's like communal that everybody has to do, like yeah. the chicken dance, is a good way to filter out who's not taking it serious. Yeah. Because people don't know who to trust. So yeah. at a wedding, you do all these like communal things, like at, the, at a Jewish wedding, lifting up the chair yeah, and stuff. Yeah. We're all doing it together. Mm-hmm. There's one guy in the corner that's like smoking cigarettes. I'm like, ah, mazel tov yourself, you know, <laughs> like not enjoying it. You maybe don't trust Uncle. Yeah. M-
0: Mazel, Uncle, tu- ma- mazel, touch.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> mazel Touch. Go mozzle touch yourself. Um, From the makers of the iPad. I, I worked touch.
0: at a summer camp for a long time, and it was like very much that. I think that was the most parenting I ever had in my whole life and the most lessons I've learned. And really? it's also what got me into stand up, I think. Tell because, me. Because I, I, I performed camp. on a. See, it's funny. Stage I know why you thought night.
1: about camp, too, because camp is where you learn. There's camp people and non camp people, you know what I mean? Yeah. Camp people, I think that's where I learned the idea where it's like, Oh my brother's not here to make fun of me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Some of my friends who make fun of me aren't here. Yeah. I am drawn to Chelsea types and, you know, people that do make fun of me. I enjoy that. Yeah. But also, when you're like at camp and no one's making fun, yeah. you can do anything. Yeah. It's kind of like waking up to your real potential. Like there's fun waiting for you everywhere. It
0: was also good for me because it was like this this structure. It was like go wake up, go to chapel, sing songs, go to breakfast. After breakfast, yeah. clean the cabin. Yeah. But there was something about it just that. taught you you the just idea. saying that schedule really oh it's so great That's and I have so, so nice. many friends that we were like we were rock star camp counselors yeah but you take us out of camp and we were Hi. We just sit around yeah like just burn out well, I don't know what I'm gonna do but at summer camp we could like we could make a floating dragon boat out of crafts yeah and then we could like teach a kid to swim yeah and then we would camp on an island with no resources and Sustain, you know, yeah, and all yeah, this yeah, stuff, yeah, and yeah. but um, it, it, the community thing that really taught. Me. I mean, we did so much of that stuff, that yeah. community stuff, where there was no there was no negativity. It was this beautiful agreement that we made, right? To where if a kid was bad at something, you celebrated him just as much as a kid. Sure, was, and uh, you we, celebrate the trying, and you laugh yeah. at the badness, or, or, or you exactly. enjoy the badness? There's no bad. It's
1: all just different, right? Yeah. Like, kind of like my uh, my walking impression. Not very good. Not very good. <laughs> I think it's better. It's getting better <laughs> because we're doing it. Because we're allowing it. Yeah. There, I, I feel like there are spiritual muscles and creative muscles. They feel physical that tense up. Yeah. Uh, that like will inhibit you from doing your best. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. So like when you hang out with people, you're just like, why am I so funny with this guy? Why yeah. am I so open with this person? And hopefully that's what like the per- people that you're dating. Your girlfriend, for example, we had that ride together. And yeah. It was hilarious. Yeah. It was like, oh, these people aren't judging me. You say, remember when we did radio and you said gun hand, yeah. instead of handgun, mm-hmm. and then like we just riffed about gun hands, yeah, not making fun but going with it. And you were like, oh, I felt so stupid, and then it turned into this like nice. Kind of like the best part of that stupid yeah. radio thing we did <laughs> with Uncle Nasty.
0: Uncle Nasty.
1: Oh, Uncle Nasty. We can't even say what it is. <laughs> but uh, I was like, you want to see what it's like doing radio? Yeah. Let's go do Uncle Nasty. It was Remember that, how
0: weird that car ride was? No AC. No AC. So hot. And that girl degrees. was my,
1: my type. Yeah. And you were impressed with how adeptly I, I found out if she had a boyfriend. You went... I I like your your fort um,
0: forthrightness. Forthright. What did I do? I don't remember. I remember you saying. You just were like. You were just like. uh, Oh, cool. What do you do? Who's your boyfriend? Like it was just like you're like. Do you have a boyfriend? Well, she said something that implied. Yeah. We. She said something we or something. Here's what
1: you said. You said, "Do you like your boyfriend?". No, I said, "Who loves who more?".
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, (laughs) if you can ask a question like that without any kind of like, are you judging me for it? It doesn't it's not offensive.
1: Yeah, I mean what we have is the benefit of a short car ride mm-hmm. and you can kind of be anybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like if you want to just be that kind of guy for that car ride, it's that's beautiful. that's who I'm going to be yeah. her whole life. I'll never see her again. <laughs> so I got in the car and I was just like, "Hey, how you doing? What's your deal?" Like I think I yeah. said, "What's your deal?" Yeah. <laughs> you know, like what's going that's on great. there? Well, who's your boyfriend? Uh, His name is Brett. And I I like to guess a lot. Guessing, is that's a lot of dick swinging. When I'm on stage, I like to guess people's names. When I'm off stage, I like to guess people's names. But a crowd will laugh at it. There's someone in the front row. I'll go. Your name's probably don't steal this. This is like my bit. I'm as I'm saying it. I'm like this isn't like free advice. I'd like to think this is something that I discovered. You, you see somebody in the front and you'll get a laugh. I'm not. I wasn't saying that to you. Uh, you say you get a laugh and you just be like your name's probably uh, Helen. You know what I mean? People laugh. People yeah. like that sort of swing yeah, swinging yeah. dick stuff. So in that moment, I remember guessing her parents' names, guessing her boyfriend's name, guessing what her boyfriend did. It's fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Even if you're wrong, it gives you something to say.
0: Yeah, I mean it just confidence is just fun yeah, it's like what we talked about it. earlier it's that energy right it's it's literally like uh, you know it's mojo it's like yeah, alchemy yeah yeah, yeah. You yeah, know? yeah yeah you take a you can take a bad thing and put this confidence into it right. and it's a good thing and right. it doesn't matter any of the conditions
1: that's where i was when i got the call that my cousin had died remember that
0: on the way back on yeah. the way back mm-hmm. that was awkward you handled it very well oh thank you mm-hmm. i'd like to think i did so
1: you're dating a wonderful girl named Alice, who's a comedian.
0: I'm not even dating. I'm fiancing her. We you, are engaged. You, you fianced. We fianced. Um, you drive a Fiat? She finances me.
1: Um, <laughs> she, <laughs> she does kind of finance you.
0: No, she does. She, Is that uh, awkward? She's,
1: I you think know, at and, first you, it
0: was, but she put it into these terms that made it so okay, and she's never, ever placed judgment on it. Yeah. And I think it's because she believes in me. and we both support each other in a way where it's like of course right. like my success is your success because like she knows that if i had the money that she had there'd be no question about it because she does a lot of she would live in a dollhouse that i built yeah yeah yeah, yeah, built her, yeah, 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 you know? yeah
1: and there's that dragon boat that you made at camp yeah and i would push her out every night <laughs> yeah 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 so she
0: would leave me alone <laughs> <laughs> get the fuck out of here <laughs> but um, um yeah
1: so she she's had but a you're really in a, you're in a fun situation and I mean that. When I was married, when I was married, uh I was my wife made shit tons more than me. Yeah. I made nothing. Mm-hmm. Go to Bennington's all day, you'd make 40 bucks, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So you're just kind of like, I guess some days some days I made like 10. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cuz you were cut early. So and then and then my wife had like a re- my wife had like a regular <laughs> job. And so I lived uh we were living off of her for those early years. Yeah. You know, there there was a give back a little bit in different ways. Um I, I mean my parents would also pay for things I was mooching off of a lot Mm -hmm. of different people Uh, I'm doing that too and you're doing that as well I I think a lot of people can relate to the idea of here you are pursuing that dream comedy Mm -hmm. really cashing it in taking it more serious you know yeah
0: and I think it'd be different if I hadn't had what success i've had now right you know what i mean if i was like open micing and i was like hey i'm gonna stop working yeah you're a guy that but i also work i do y- these really horrible jobs yes you do work so you but you're like a kernel,
1: you know and it's real hot as you know it'll pop you know it's gonna pop it's gonna it's produce so maybe. hot are, are you,
0: <laughs> arguably let's hope it's not one of those burnt kernels Ooh. i love those <laughs> you love get those? all crunchy they get in your molars it's a very niche market yeah <laughs> there was a bag of those i'd eat those
1: Uh, But, you know, you're waiting to really start, I guess, making money, I guess. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, often, this just comes down to that.
0: Yeah, it's a weird thing where you can be in this peer group where half the people make zero dollars. Peers. Peers. And (laughs) half the people also make (laughs) millions of dollars. You know what I mean? It's like that weird where you're all hanging out. This guy drives, you know, it's like last night I was at the improv. Yep. And I don't have any money, but I'm talking to friends who are like, they're just parking their sports cars in front of the place, sitting there on their sports car. And it's like, well, we're both kind of... We do the same thing. We do the same thing. They've been doing it longer. They're more established. They took a different route. Well, I
1: think what we're talking about is the comedy equivalent of being on that office and you see the guy that has the corner office and Mm -hmm. has the nice suit and has the hot wife or whatever it is that you covet. And you, you see these comedians, but we all do the same thing. And you might even be similar skilled. You might even be better. Yeah. But same thing in the office. He might be better than that mm-hmm. motherfucker, Derek.
0: But I think, you know, it's just I, I I think uh a lot of it a lot of it has changed very recently with this positivity, this, this getting this mental garbage out of my head. Yeah. As our therapist would say, um, clearing up all the RAM yeah. in, my, in my hard drive a big kind thing. of thing. Mm-hmm. Because I just uh for the longest you know like this happened this week i kind of had a bad week and i wasn't meditating and i wasn't being conscious of being conscious and i just went online and i saw a list you know just one of those lists top 10 comics of. Mm -hmm. and i was just like not only am i not on that list but i'm not even up for that list i'm trying to get moving jobs so that i can pay the bills and not feel like i'm completely mooching but then it's just like that is any of that energy is not going to help you at all mm-hmm. that's you're not going to be M&M on the bus like i got to write the joke to make <laughs> yeah, yeah. the you know what rhymes a list <laughs> <laughs> just pissed um, we we wrapped that night too I don't know if you remember. We rapped a do. lot. I do. If I yeah.
1: smoke pot, I love rapping. So fun. Like I, we hadn't smoked pot yet. If I'm drunk, I love rapping. Apparently, I'm this close to freestyling. <laughs> I am always <laughs> rapping. And if 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 somebody, we had some really good ones that night. Yeah. See, what did the alcohol do? The alcohol relaxed those creativity mm-hmm. muscles because yeah. freestyling and impressions are similar things yeah. because you can tell when they fail. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that didn't rhyme, or that doesn't sound like him. So yeah. drinking helped. I love freestyling. Although I have one cocktail, I can't do any impressions. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. It just I, goes away completely.
0: I can't do stand-up without calling me. That's a good My point. whole timing is gone. That's pretty – that's good, um, I think. Yeah. I, I can't play guitar, stuff like that. Like, that, that type of rhythm is off
1: if I, yeah, can, yeah. If I drink.
0: And it, it just makes you wonder so much those people that are like, I drank a bottle of Jack every time I got on stage. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah.
1: How? Well, they're just so used to it, yeah. the muscle
0: memory or whatever. I don't know. But cool. I'm with you. I, I agree. Yeah. Um, but, you, you know, I just don't – all that energy that you put forth, it, it's just so unnecessary. It's, it's, and it's, just it's so grinding th- in your RAM,
1: your random access memory, the stuff yeah. that your computer needs to draw upon, and your RAM is churning away. You're opening at these, a like,
0: program that is just like – The just, hate program. The hate program, and it is so big. It's like um, – what would it be on it's your, photoshop it's photoshop yeah it's it's yeah. it's so big and yeah. it's taking up so much and you, it's just like you even you close the window but it's still open yeah 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 and, so, and you can hear if you're real quiet you can hear your computer like yeah exactly yeah it's you know what it is it's it, you guys ever do handbrake Handbrake, I like don't hand a, a DVD. Yeah, 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 sure. That your your fan turns on. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like you can hear <laughs> the fan, and you are like, is the computer okay? <laughs> and that's just what I that's I've done that for years. <laughs>
1: That's what that's what a big thing that our therapist has taught both of us yeah. is the idea that things that you're quote unquote not thinking about really the, the window is minimized. Yeah, you close the window, the program's still running. Yeah, your hate program, your jealousy program, mm-hmm. your envy program, yeah. all of the envy's just jealousy. All those your synonym program, uh-huh. which mine is closed. <laughs> the idea that those things are still draining you. Yeah, and the more closure you can get, and the more peace you can make. Yeah. with. Uh And I think the way you achieve peace of not being on that list is getting to a place where you are on that list or whatever, yeah, and
0: I but doing something active, not hating but being active, but also just like everything changed the second I took time to be like google docs i'm just gonna I'm just gonna google docs this <laughs> but no, I mean it was like uh you know, just making a conscious effort to clear that shit out, yeah, and also to um not not label and value like uh, assign values to things. Yeah, like you can be very productive and be like, "That was a bad set. I needed to work on this." But you can't go. That was a bad set. I'm a horrible comic. Yeah, because you got to just go. I I made a mistake. Don't do that again. You know, it's weird that you just reminded
1: me of it. I'm not sure if this is applicable. I had a really good set the other night, and uh, it was like a kind of like a, a, a magical set. Mm-hmm. Like it was good. I, I'm Tiger not. Tiger Lily.
0: Hmm. Tiger Lily. It's awkward on. that you were there. All
1: right. It's awkward that you were It
0: was there. a good set. It was a great set. You really got into it. What
1: I mean is I got into it. Yeah. I'm not even talking about crowd response. I'm talking about my own evaluation where that's I was that like, matters. that was a good set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course
0: they're on board if you're right. having that good of a time.
1: Right, right, right. Yeah. And then someone texted me very, very sweetly. Um, that's the kind of set that uh, makes me want to go home and write. Right? Yeah. And then I was like, I thought about that. I was like, but none of that was written. Mm-hmm. What, what we're doing is we're trying to centrifuge. We're trying to get into a zone where we just are comedians. Yeah. You said something about when uh, this sounds, these are all backhanded compliments to me, but you were talking about how when we did radio, I was just able to do radio. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I was sleepy in the car, or whatever, or whatever I was doing in the car, yeah. being overly confident. And then when we did radio, I was doing bits and I'm offering things, and I'm, I almost became the host of the show, yeah, you know, yeah. like kind of overtook <laughs> it and all that sort of stuff. But I'm talking about so when I think about you getting moving jobs and boxing and stuff, or you know whatever it is that you're doing, is. Um, I wonder how detrimental that is to our psyches. The idea that comedians get a little bit of power from the idea that you're like, this is all I'm doing.
0: It, it, I think it's definitely bad.
1: And I'm not talking about writing. I'm not talking about like, if I was like Andy, yeah. you should tell uh, Alice, I want to live off you completely. I'm going to mooch off of you completely mm-hmm. in the hopes that while I do that, we'll put a time on it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not saying you don't, I, I would never want you to be like, I'm going to write three scripts. Every day i 'm going to no. listen to my sets i 'm talking about the weird hard to nail down value of being like "This is all I do, yeah, so you go up on stage and you 're like i 've done nothing today uh, i didn 't even think about this set because this is what I do, and it 's who I am and you I think that 's
0: why it's so much I was you know i it's it's a lot easier to be great when things are going great, yeah, the you rich get mean? richer because it's just like the other day I had a horrible just a horrible day. I was moving people, and I'm afraid that somebody's going to recognize me mm-hmm. and be like, weren't you? That used to happen when I would bark uh, from the Boston. People yeah. would go like, great set of UCB.
1: I'm like, flyer?
0: Yeah. You know and, what I mean? You know, and I'm thinking about that, and then I'm seeing this list, and um, it just doesn't help. Yeah. If I could sit around, I don't think me moving is the worst, but the, the, the how I assign failure to it. That's what we're talking about. Yeah what what program is
1: open the andy's not a comedian program yeah yeah and is i is that like, running
0: yeah it's like i and
1: i you know i think you're a comedian i'm mm-hmm. saying i think that bad program that even you don't like might be running it's like notepad yeah. it's hard to it's hard to know it's open
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> so i don't know alt tab alt tab
1: yeah you got to uh, alt tab that figure out what's open you know while you're alt tabbing it you can also just
0: keep your finger on alt and then hit q it'll quit it really yeah did you in Firefox? You can do Apple Tab, and it'll go through your tabs.
1: That's what I'm doing. Apple Tab, I, yeah. not Alt Tab. Apple Tab, and then if you do the little squiggly that's above Tab, it'll yeah. go the other way.
0: Really? Yeah. Did you know this?
1: Also, if you're dragging something, she just and you. This. I know, and she jumps off clips. So now you know how that feels <laughs> <laughs> when two people in a room do something and you don't. If you, this is all Mac stuff. If you Alt Tab, Apple Tab it. And all the applications open are there, and you're dragging something, you can drop it into one of
0: the, you know what I mean? What if this was somebody's favorite part of the podcast right now? (laughs) And
1: you know what's weird? Is it
0: is. (laughs) (laughs) There's enough people that somebody's like, finally. They're like, I love the episode you're on. I can totally get through my computer now. (laughs) Did you take anything from my stories? I'm always a hiccup away from helping someone get more battery life out of their iPhone. I'm into it. I'm into it too. You know who else is? Everyone I've ever done it for. (laughs) Do you say turn turn off Wi-Fi? You got to turn
1: off Wi-Fi. You got to turn off. People
0: not turning off Wi-Fi. They're not turning off Wi-Fi. They're maniacs. They're
1: Natasha (laughs) Legiro. They're uh, they're not turning off. Raised to speak Siri. These are the same people that don't lock their phone when they put it in their pocket. When people do that, I'm like, turn it off, (laughs) turn it off.
0: I can't. I'm a weirdo though. Yeah. No, I get it. I do the same exact
1: things. If you don't turn race to speak off, your phone will be in your pocket all the time and be like, you know, just yeah. looking for you. Yeah. And, and then if you're like, I'm not going to call my mom and tell her she's a
0: bitch. And then Siri's like on it. Oh, I don't have a Siri. So that's one thing. Well, next <laughs> <laughs> he cancels the episode. <laughs> uh.
1: Katie, uh, can we do a full edit? The whole episode is gone. Oh, there's
0: the time. I kept on being like, "What time yeah, is it?" Yeah, yeah. No, I know. Um, I know you got to go too. I wanted to tell you tell tell you what Kings on Straw Mats was. Oh yeah, we got is that too let, far away.
1: No, we we only we only have ten minutes left here for you. Uh, we had Pontius Pilates. Mm-hmm. I want to ask you the the hardest you've laughed recently. Oh man, the or hardest I've laughed recently. If it doesn't come to you, I don't want you to like strain for it. But it's sometimes a fun question. Or tell me about Kings on Mats.
0: The hardest, the hardest I've laughed was probably recently was like probably in Denver. Denver it was such a fun time. I laughed. Oh, so it was it was fucking Hobbit Baggins. Yeah. Or I, Bill. I laughed so hard at that Hobbit Williams that evening. Um, that was a, that was a pretty fun. One. But I also laughed really hard with Alice because she. Me well, that ride have, too. We have relationship bits like that, like the Tapatio. we did the Tapatio commercials? All the ride to the airport. Yeah. I was weeping with yeah. laughter. And that I that is kind of what we fell in love with. Yeah. was like we immediately had bits like that. As and much as
1: I I'm, I'm kind of like, you know, dating dating comedians, not so sure. And then when I was with
0: you and Alice, I was like, oh, that's the main. Well, thing. it's definitely hard. I mean, it's not easy because the comedian is going to be the selfish one, right? Right? And well, so you have two selfish. We people. talk about
1: this and I would never ask you this on the show. And I don't know if I'd ask you this in life, but like there's always this kind of understanding it's like, hey, push Alice off a cliff and we'll give you your own television show. You know what I'm, and I'm not saying that to you now. I'm just saying you're worried that Alice might push you what off a I cliff. Say? <laughs> <laughs> don't say anything. I know I, I know you're joking, but I'm just saying there's always in the back of your mind
0: like which do you love more, me or comedy? I think with two comedians. I think, you know, there's a very easy don't take that question if Alice asked me to quit comedy yeah. I would definitely say no right. if Alice said me or comedy I would say no because I like comedy and you're being irrational
1: <laughs> and also comedy informs who you are yeah, as I realized in my two weeks off I was like oh I'm a different person yeah <laughs> I've been
0: doing comedy more than any other thing I've done yeah, yeah, other yeah. than skiing maybe right but it's just it changed my whole life comedy so. didn't break your hip either <laughs> Johnny Attitude showed up Johnny for that. Attitude. Why is he
1: always here? Comedy didn't break your hip either. <laughs> Tell me about Kings on Straw Mats because th- this is the Duncan Tressel podcast, but I love Kings this. Kings on Straw
0: Mats is a, it's a documentary about this, um, I think it's called the Manili Valley in India. And there's these Hindu uh, monastics, aesthetics, who are um, called sadhus. And sadhus are basically, they've given up all material possessions. They've given up all ideas of um, grooming and vanity. Mm -hmm. So they have beards, and they grow their hair long into dreadlocks, and they don't wear clothes. They're naked most of the time. And then they do feats of physical endurance, like they hold an arm in the air. you got to do something. I mean, we're naked and not bathing. Exactly. They smoke a lot of um, hash. They smoke a lot of hash. But they do things like they hold their arm in the air. Hash is just strong pot. You told me that. It's boiled down pot. It's like pot when you mix it, and you cook it, and you kind of cook it into a sludge. And then that sludge, when it kind of dehydrates a little bit, is like a kind of like a mud. It's like a mud, like a and hard And why are we doing clay. this?
1: Because it's stronger? It's more
0: condensed. Yeah. It stro- it's like being high but stronger. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's just it's more THC. But they're getting what I know from weed high, that, but stronger. Like, there's probably a leaf, you know, that you can chew, and that's aspirin. It's the same stuff. So if right. you chew, like, a bunch of leaves. But if you take 100 leaves and you boil them down, you make a pill. You know what I mean? Uh, it's, the, it's the same kind of Oh. Yeah, what are you a teacher <laughs>
1: <laughs> are you a teacher of men okay so these guys feats of strength
0: and so they'll hold their arm in the air yeah. straight up for 10 years yeah this is why I have to see and this documentary all their joints will fuse shut and their arm will atrophy, all the muscles will die. Yeah. And then their fingernails will grow through the back of their hand. Yeah, Because
1: so, they're kind of doing, like, for lack of a better term, the black
0: power thing. Yeah, and they're just keeping it up there. And you can find pictures of sadhus all over the internet. This video is hard to find, though, because it was like a... VHS. VHS. It was like a docu... It, it, was like a, the- it, it should have been a Netflix documentary. Right. Like The Secret Creed. of Bees or whatever. Right, right, you know right. What I mean? the, vanishing the, the Vanishing of the Bees. Vanishing of the Bees. It a, should have been something It's like, like
1: a that. PBS VHS. You're not going to find it. You're not going to find it. If yeah. you do, weird at nerdist.com. We want want to see it. Please upload it.
0: Yeah, I'm sure somebody, you know, it's at Scarecrow Video in Seattle. That's why I was thinking about getting it and trying to figure out a way to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, But uh, Scarecrow Video is like the nerdest or like the meltdown of videos in Seattle. Okay, cool. Um, Weird plug. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But there's guys doing all this stuff. There's guys. (laughs) <laughs> this guy's like lifting you said you said something you
1: said uh, they're they're putting the arm up was that life is such an illusion and such a
0: joke look how absurd of a thing look I'll
1: at do. i'm gonna do the stupidest thing and i'm gonna commit to it fully and it's to gonna show be,
0: you it's so painful and horrific looking right but it's all just a this is an illusion this i'm not is even an here i'm not and here. Y- the funniest thing is they are sitting there and they have the biggest grin on their face yeah they're not going like <laughs> you know there's none of yeah, that they're yeah, just yeah. sitting there and they're like. You know they're just so happy, and there's guys that do stuff like they um, they like lift up a 500 pound thing with their penis. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And they like you know they do all this, this is, like genital kind of. It's like it's yeah. not mutilation, puppetry but of it's the penis, puppetry of the penis that looks very painful. Yeah, but it's just like this. You know, this is like this most precious thing on a right. and right. I, I don't care. Who this cares? Is, this is fake. I'm a sadhu. Yeah, God. And I guess you can go to this place and you can like if you want. Um, Visit I'm planning a planet trip, there's going to be a show. Uh, it's like a summer camp. Uh, yeah,
1: you get up there and you just keep calling on them. I'm sorry, I keep forgetting you're just doing that to show that life's an illusion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, in the front. I'm sorry, I uh, forgot you, that you're just doing that. You and they that? all look the same, too. That's the funny thing. I think, I think we're both picturing the same guy. It's uh, one of the later Street Fighter characters. <laughs> I know who it is. What's uh, his name? Let's tie this in because we only have a couple of minutes. Uh, I'd like everybody that listens, at least we know a little bit of their spirituality, and you're kind of touching on it. You're in the area. Is life an illusion? Is there a God? What's happening?
0: Help me. I, I definitely don't know the answer to that. I know the only thing I know is that I've seen results in um, kind of uh, taking away um, thoughts in the sense of it, it, I, I just like the, the realest thing I've ever had is being as present as I possibly can. And, um, I, <laughs> a, and I want that on a mug. <laughs> I really do. That's great. Um, I think that uh, I was raised in a quasi-Christian household, mm-hmm. and then totally it was abandoned and forgotten. and um, I definitely I remember praying, you know, when I was f- afraid on flights and things like that. Yep. And then I was a religious studies major, so I kind of learned a little bit more. But um, I, 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 it was so refreshing the first time I heard you guys talk about how much of a bummer an uh, atheist is. Like a guy who's like, there's nothing, you know, that like gets like, well, God, let there be Oh, you mean my bit? Well, you talked about it one time, I think was with, oh. with Duncan or something. Yeah, 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 And yeah, it yeah. was like, I realized, oh, it's okay to be like, I don't really know. So yeah. I definitely think there's... I um, think both sides are, can, can be frustrating. You know what I mean? yeah. I was yeah. actually
1: just in the car today thinking about how frustrating my meandering interpretation must be to an atheist who's like... No, there are answers to your questions, like your stupid arguments and stuff. But I would – like the coming back thing to that being like you can never really know for sure.
0: They must be like ah! – <laughs> like so frustrated with I mean with why, that. why do you need that answer? It's going to be real sc- – and also like – that was scary. Why are you trying to walk into death with this like idea that it's over? Just le- leave the illusion. Yeah, yeah. You know? I'm with you there. It's it's too scary for me to think it all goes away. And when you were saying that, when you meditate, you were doing this meditation with the video, and it said you'll see a blue star or mm-hmm. something, and yeah. you say you do see it. So I do this stuff with a I I just poached the Self Realization Fellowships information on meditation. I don't follow the orthodoxy of it, but uh, they said this thing where if you focus on the point between. Between your eyes, like the middle of your forehead, if you look through your eyelids at it, you'll see a blue star or a a star in a blue circle with, like, light. And I kind okay. of – I don't know if they – by them saying that I see it, but I feel like I do when I meditate That's sometimes. awesome. That's all it is? You just look at your third eye? Yeah. You point your eyes at your third eye? No, you focus on your third eyes. Like, you try to keep – the idea of, like, seeing when your eyes are shut. Yeah. And then – uh I love that. That's what I do every night. But, yeah, the meditation thing was – uh that's, I mean, spirituality wise, like that's the thing that's really, I, I, and I'm trying to talk to people about it now. Like people who are close to me yeah. and I feel like I, to them, they're like, Andy moved to LA and he just oh, yeah. joined a cult and just he's got to embrace it. Yeah.
1: That's, that's totally true. I, I talk to my mom, I check in with my mom and I tell her I'm meditating and stuff and I'm just like, yeah, this is all according to plan. Uh, I'm eating, <laughs> I'm eating kale and you know, namaste.
0: Next thing, I say namaste twice a week. Next thing you know, you're, you're giving a man who lives in a trailer, you're, Social security number and credit (laughs) card. He's like, it's all fake. Just give me your wealth. And you're like,
1: yes.
0: (laughs) That's a good chance. Where are you going? we got to get you on your flight. Oh, I'm going to Seattle to do uh, a weekend at the Comedy Underground with Nick Turner. Oh, that's fun. Is that
1: sponsored by Scarecrow Video?
0: We'll <laughs> <laughs> be there. We'll be there.
1: <laughs> well, thanks so much, man. Oh, we got to end on this. This is the one thing that oh, I really need yeah. to tell. This will end the show is that you told me that you often don't know what to say you go into these show business meetings. Yeah. And that this is a real one and they're like, "Hi Andy, I'm uh, I'm Penelope. I'm the executive here at Fox." And then you're like, "Oh, hi." Hi, hi. Hey, how and are the, you? And then you go down the hall and you go, "And this is Terrence. He's also one of our network executives nice <laughs> <laughs> so we, we you and i always say nice nice to each other the idea of you just drawing a complete blank not knowing what to say this is terrence he's also in development nice
0: <laughs>
1: congrats man it's just like just putting a value on it, oh, you could just say, "Hey, that's." I guess that's also a value. That's great. I Congrats actually on your job. I don't think there's anything wrong with saying nice as much as how bad you felt that you said nice, yeah. like a maroon,
0: just like oh, a man. horse falling into water. Yeah, it was. Uh, it just these tangible awkward moments where they're nice. like, "Oh, you're not like the funnest guy." Yeah.
1: I'm, nice you know what's so funny man is doing this podcast and, and working with you and thinking you're so great is I'm waiting for who you are really and your perception of yourself to merge into the glorious union of you <laughs> being the comedian that I believe you to be Thank so you. you're talking I, you're, you're a good looking man you're a very funny man I, I know this is show business I'm mm-hmm. just saying that in a show business way you're super funny you're a great writer you're great I believe you could act and all that sort of stuff and I'm waiting for that, that other other lane of Andy to merge into one super highway Thanks, and man. then I want to see you jumping in skis over it and then in the horizon and I want to see a horse falling into water.
0: This is like my Seinfeld in Bill Cosby's green room in the movie comedian moment.
1: <laughs> You're Willy Mays. Yep. <laughs> Have you ever yeah. listened to that with a commentary on? Because Colin, Colin Quinn That's goes so fun. Please, God, say somebody white, please. We're getting, we're feeling. <laughs> <awkward>. <laughs> he ruins this beautiful moment. Doesn't ruin it. He makes yeah. it great. Uh, Annie Haynes, thanks so much, man. Thank you, man. We'll do. Well, I'll see you soon. I'll see you at yoga. Okay. Well, we say keep it crispy.
0: I almost forgot. Yeah, I was waiting for it. Jesus, keep it crispy. <laughs> <laughs> thanks man thanks crisp, so crisp. Now leaving nerdist.com